0: back guys uh we're here with matt alex anthony and we're live on this last episode what do you mean we're not live
1: we we've you've been in an email chain for a week and a half now
2: we're not the, you gotta check the emails we're, buddy
1: we're not live
2: <laughs> I even but said, i got all dressed I, I put on pants i even said several <laughs> times we weren't live. <laughs> prove <it>. stand up <laughs> <laughs> prove it show us your dangle
1: if if you're watching this, we are not live. Um, this is super uh, not super live, <laughs> but we're but we're back. Uh, the the Sanderson Wait, sisters
2: these whores. are back.
1: Um, and we've well, this is uh if you're listening to this, it's Halloween. So happy Halloween. Do do with that what That's you will. Halloween. Um, Hail Satan. No, <laughs> it's Santa. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hail Santa! <laughs> um, if you're going to believe in any mythological non-existing creature do it with santa do the happy ones easter bunny shit like that
1: so this is our, our wrap up for october we have three movies we're doing but uh, keep in mind we do we're not going to do really a theme for november
2: no it's fuck you um, november
1: but christmas uh, december we are going all out and doing a lot of movies we said we wanted to do um, but we'll get into that as we get closer um but anyways we have three movies to talk about uh but actually before we mention the movies uh i haven't been on in like two weeks um so we could just briefly talk about what we've been watching um i just finished the finale for what we do in the shadows which i cannot say anything because there are two members that have yeah. the finale Fucking guys but god damn it i love that show. Um, and yeah, I've just been on a kick of watching the same horror movies that I've watched over and over. Um, non-movie-wise, I've been watching Dr. Disrespect, because I'm not good at video games, and he is. Um, he's quite good, he's a funny young so, Yeah, he's, he's really good. He's the two-time. Um, Back-to-back. Back-to-back. 92-93, uh, 90, Blockbuster Video Game Championship. Um no. Oh, uh I did we we're, we're going to review it down the pipeline, but I did watch Dune, which was really awesome. Yep. Um,
2: See, I watched Doom. Yeah. I, did we get the wrong movie? You do. <laughs> yeah. We probably did. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Son <laughs> of a bitch. Fucking typos.
1: It was on a Zoom call, so maybe it didn't come he mm. didn't hear. Yeah, I, I missed
2: it. it. So wait, it doesn't have the
0: rock in it?
1: It doesn't. Oh, you got the wrong Doom too. Speaking there are of Doom, rocks have
0: in it. You,
1: why, have so, why I watched the, Doom. Doom. Have, Was that have not you the, seen
0: movie?
2: the last Doom movie? It's god like awful me. garbage. Oh, I, want, I skimmed through yeah. it and just looked at the quality. And it's almost like when you're in the market, like at the store, and you look at the meat quality and you're like, that's clearly shit meat right there. That's yeah. how I looked at this movie. Yeah. I skimmed it, I got that's clearly it's clearly shit anymore, It's really brown yes, sir. Yeah. I will
1: take those burgers that are gray. No, so I when Dune came out, or Dune. Doom, god damn it. I had seen it, and I was like, do I want to watch this? And I was like, you know what? It can't be any worse than the one with the rocket Way Arbon. worse, somehow. Yeah, it was, it was bad.
3: It's
2: as good as um, House of the Dead.
1: Ah, then I will definitely not watch okay. it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I,
3: I I I'll give that.
2: it that much credence, I guess. I don't know. It's fun. Both of them are fucking dumpster fires.
1: Um, But, I mean, other than watching stuff, I've been playing a lot of Disco Elysium. Jurgen cool, McGurgen. But, but but that's it for me. What about you, Matt?
2: <laughs> uh, what did I wa- I watched uh, all these movies that we were reviewing, of course. I watched...
1: Yeah, what what kung fu movies did you watch? Well, I
2: switched it up a little, and I watched Doomsday, unrated. That's that weird post-apocalyptic movie set in the UK. That's why it was in the q plan. Okay. Yep. Uh, I watched the G.I. Joe Snake Eyes movie. Quite delicious. I, I want to watch it. I want to watch it. The wife and I are watching Letter Kenny from the start again. <clears throat> Always watching What We Do in the Shadows. I want, I mean, if if I really got to get down to it, I watch Supercop and Police Story as well. I'm addicted to Kung Fu movies. I'm going to watch yeah, Enter the Dragon know. next time. I think tomorrow night I'll get some time when... I, actually, if, depending on what time I go to bed tonight, I may end up watching Enter the Dragon. Because, like, I mean, it's Bruce Lee's best it's, movie.
3: I, I want to watch The Last Dragon just to fucking laugh. It's, it's like The, <laughs> the Last
0: Dragon. It's a good movie. I don't care what love it, I, it. I love. I <laughs> love it, but I laugh, I laugh through the whole thing.
1: It's it's like the old people that just watch like uh, Clint Eastwood movies, like my grandfather. Like when yeah. Matt has kids, like his kids are gonna come home. Matt's gonna be sleeping on the couch watching TV, and your your kids gonna be like another fucking Kung Fu movie. Literally, we will are have hologram like
2: hologram TVs, and I'll still have Three Stooges on somehow, and it's gonna drive them nuts. Like my kids <laughs> will be the only kids that know what the fuck Larry and Curly are. <laughs>
3: It'll be like Back to the Future. Put on channel 97, 32, 45, 65,
2: it's oldies. 82. <laughs> saw this on a rerun. Like, literally, how dumb are <laughs> you that you don't realize like you're in the fucking 50s or you're like, I saw this on a like, like, how do you not put two and two together? Like you were in a time machine. The TV looks different. It's your family, but younger. How do you still oh. just like a re- rerun? Oh, I'm stupid. He, like in that moment, know. he realizes how fucking stupid he is.
1: He did also almost fuck his mom, so he probably wasn't. He was hit by a car,
3: Which
2: is even weirder because he didn't, like, he didn't, like, not fuck her. He would, like, they started to get it on and she's like, this feels like I'm fucking my son. Like, that's why it stopped. Had she not have had the weird, like, interdimensional feeling, he'd have plowed her, the fucking weirdo.
1: The plot to all three of those movies is really weird. Literally,
2: Biff Tannen is just destined to be a piece of shit his whole life. Like, when you look at his lineage his entire going, lineage, going yeah. back to Mad Dog, he's got no reason to ever try to be a good human being. He's just a piece of shit from his great Mad Dog, Biff, or Cliff Tan, whatever the fuck his name was, down to his grandfather, who's a cheat who tries to corrupt the system, down to his Trump like empire he creates in his evil fucking weird dimension. He's just in this whole. He is, they are the adult but the evil like side not just you know that's <laughs> a second reference to that we're live oh, right
0: man. yes yep yeah. oh no oh we got yeah. no viewers guys <laughs> there's nobody watching though yoshi's watching uh, i'll go next i've been watching um what we do in the shadows yeah. have to finish the last episode you suck. um i've been continuing my trip of uh Japanese horror movies, I do love watching Rebel those. E. Okay, they do really good curse movies, really good ghost movies. So, oh, so you're right.
2: really So well. now, do you dig the Japanese serial killer movies? Like, um, there's a couple of my can like obviously Ichi, but then there's there. Oh fuck, there's a couple of them that are really good. I can't remember now. The man who, or I, the man from nowhere is one of them, I believe.
0: Like, there's a whole I, I series
2: like of really awesome, violent serial killer Japanese movies in Korea. They're hit or miss.
0: They're hit or miss. I feel like the I like the ones where they um. They depict the, the serial killer as almost... Has, like, supernatural tendencies. But it's still almost. just, like... like They're all super intelligent in the
2: Asian horror yeah. movies as far as the elaborate trap. Like, people thought Saw was cool, and then you see some of, like, the Korean and Japanese horror where it's, like, the psychopath trapping people, and it's just, like... I mean, yeah, no, but, yeah, I can't... There's a couple I'll have to see if you if you know about that I like.
1: Which, if you're looking for more Japanese horror on Shudder, uh, the Medium and the Wailing
0: are both... The whaling's really, really good. good. I yeah. do want to watch the medium. I, did like, I think it just came out. Like the
3: crying whaling, or like they're actually killing whales out in the sea?
0: Like whaling, like the... <laughs>
2: the uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, uh, I did enjoy, I don't know how to put pre- what, Gunjum? Uh, jam jam, gun, gun, jam, 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 <laughs> <gum, gum. laughs> man. It changes for you all the time. Gum, gum, jump <laughs> gum, gum, the, gum, ball when rally 3000. When the 3, one possessed and she's like, all right, <laughs> dude, dude, that part's fucking awesome. creepy because then it comes up a couple times. I liked it. It is one of those movies that was slow, but then when it kicks in, it's like, no, no, we're going to punch you in the balls. We're not done. Yeah, Fuck. Well, no, nobody's, nobody's Real making break. it out of this motherfucker. What language is it? South Korean. Yeah.
0: South, yeah. It has subtitles.
2: Yeah, well, Lindsay, it's good. Lindsay's learning Korean so it, it'd be fun to It's it's a really good it. it's a really awesome found footage haunted and cuz it looks or, it looks a lot
0: like the YouTube videos you watch of like the South Korean Yeah. That yeah, it's really well done. Really well done. But yeah, that's my that's my uh story and I'm sticking to it. Cool. Um and then after the exorcist, I've been wanting to watch uh, all of them. So Loser! they don't get better. Walk down that road.
2: Quit <laughs> Hey, no, Exorcist 3 is really good. I don't I don't know if I've, yeah. I Yeah. If I've seen that one it's been a long time. On I believe it's on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Is that Shutter Dominion? Like... Cuz remember they had no. the Dominion and then the other one they released in the early 2000s where it was like Isn't, do, two isn't of Dominion 2? No, I thought no. they released like exorcist. They had exorcist movies that released and one of them was Dominion and then one of them had another name. But they released like a year apart or some shit. Exorcist
1: 3 is with um, is it is it Stephen Dwarf?
2: Stephen Dwarf? You mean? Oh, wow. You mean the guy from Blade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, Donald Donald no, no. Donald Logue in What oh, We Do in the Shadows needed. is just beautiful. I got really into the culture, and I figured, fuck it, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, so three. Brad, uh, Brad Dwarf. God damn it! Why did I say Stephen Dwarf?
2: Brad Dwarf, <laughs> as in Chucky. Yep. Scott Wilson, George C. Scott. Okay, so did you guys know that the guy, the, the stepfather from The Stepfather is what's-his-face from Lost, the bald guy? Quinn or whatever the, the fuck w- his name is.
1: Wait, the, the what? The what?
2: So the fa- the step, the guy who plays the stepfather in the horror films The Stepfather, he's the bald older oh. dude in Lost. Really? I didn't know that till today. Shit.
1: Buzz yeah, Lightyear I mean, movie looks
2: kind of cool. Chris Pratt <laughs> again. <laughs> I know, fucking, we can't get rid of these fucking guys, man. Fucking um, guys. Y'all done with you your mean? movies, yep. Giovanni?
0: Guys. Um,
3: so, yeah. I I uh, I watched Dune. That was one of them. Dune. Um, I <laughs> Dune. I started watching um yeah. um Only Murders in the Building. Ooh, it's uh, Steve Martin. on that Murmur. show. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. I got I, I burned through three three episodes already. Jen and I want
2: to watch that. We it's saw cool them live. They,
3: they, they created a podcast, and and you know out of the murders that are happening in the building and shit. So it's kind of fun.
2: We saw those old farts live before they died. <laughs> it, was, it was a good show. I love those guys. I love Sergeant Bilko. Yeah. If you've never watched it, do so.
3: And then uh, I think that's about it. Um, oh, I, I, I in Warzone Ghost, I, I won my first uh you know time away from uh, anybody else. I, I had a random person join me. I won. And that's about it. Well, and like, I got well, video to prove.
2: We'll cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, isn't uh,
1: there? Uh, uh, <laughs> not that I want to talk about Call of Duty. But isn't there a new map coming out?
2: Yeah, they're gonna get rid of the current uh, Warzone map. Yeah,
3: company. and and if you bought the game for dance, you get first dibs on it.
2: Oh, well, wait, they're Vanguard, gonna get rid of the current map. Yeah, they're gonna get rid of it for a Pacific theme, like World War Two <laughs> Japanese islands type map.
3: Is they because okay. they a, a bomb went off inside Verdansk
2: it's all bullshit, well,
1: it only took like what twelve years for them to make a new map <sighs> six seasons, so whatever
2: oh. I'll still keep playing it, and I'll still keep getting domed by fucking cheaters, whatever
1: yeah
2: <laughs> on, on that bombshell um we have th-
1: three, three <laughs> Oh no, anyways <laughs> we have uh three movies we're talking about, um kind of a weird. Modge podge of selection. The only
2: movie Sarah Jessica Parker is remotely attractive. Remotely,
1: that's, that's stretching it. I've never found her attractive. This movie's the good, only one. That's a. That's a it, but a, she's a good,
0: heavily makeup. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Is like they've literally got
2: pounds of it on. I mean, Bette Midler in her fake face has less makeup than Sarah Jessica Parker has on
1: there. So if you haven't guessed that the first movie is Hocus Pocus. Um this does?
0: Second, sorry. Second okay, go movie,
1: ahead. The second movie is the the Night House. Um and the last movie is The Exorcist. So we start with a smiley face and we sure. just get we go way
2: south. Um We're gonna watch the girly movie first with the women's watch.
1: That's true. That's true. No I, movie no-,
2: no movie we review on this movie's show podcast should be on fucking american children television too
1: technically this was miss nerditude's choice um, actually
2: uh, giovanni's wife was pretty emphatic was. about it
3: actually if giovanni I, was the first one that was emphatic about he, it. he stupidly
2: I, texted his wife about it i would have told my wife if to I shut I her mouth the, we're not gonna watch it but if i
1: recall though jen wanted us to review this last Always. year yeah, yeah she, mm-hmm. she did for sure Matt was like, we got to do a a theme each week. And she's like, each week do Hocus Pocus. Doesn't matter if you did it before. (laughs) Each week she
2: took the same chest kick. She understands.
1: (laughs) She now has a hole where her chest used to be.
2: (laughs) Well, she'll never have arrhythmia issues because I kicked that motherfucker (laughs) back in rhythm.
1: But uh, yeah, so Hocus Pocus. So this movie came out uh, July 16th, 1993. Weird that this didn't come out in October. Uh, right. It's a summer time, blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> Runtime of ninety-six minutes. Uh budget was twenty-eight million, box office forty-four point nine million. fun uh,
0: question for Anthony before we continue. In hours, how much is ninety-six minutes? Oh, uh,
1: for fuck's sake.
2: Uh, <laughs>
0: That's an hour and 36 minutes, you right? You got
2: it! Woo! <laughs> Live episode!
0: <laughs> you should have been like, wrong, because you didn't answer in the form of a question. Right.
2: <laughs> Sorry, sir, that's not how we played the squid
0: game. What
2: is, I'm fucked. Um, you see people so, buying those, those cookie kits for the squid game to play with their partners? Oh my god. And it's my like, wife is trying to order those. Okay, but it's not the same unless you slap the shit out of each other for losing. <laughs> like you, ha- like you- There needs to be an agreement that if you break the cookie, I'm a cold cock you. Either one. In of you. New York, in New York,
3: they banned all the the costumes because kids were showing up and they were playing uh the Squid Games in, in the in the recess. That's awesome. And the principal and the principal stopped it all and made him take off the the costumes and made them all stop.
1: Why they, that en- that encourages survival? Of the it's fucking tug of war.
3: It's fucking marbles. What, what?
2: They're all kids' games. They're all. Yeah, they're I they're mean, if we know anything, wait, we've all watched it, right? I, I have not. I have
1: watched it vicariously through my wife.
2: You. I have not, but enough people
1: it.
0: have spoiled it for I me, know. so I, I, I know. Even,
3: what even it is. though you, you, it's, it's good to
2: watch, it's man. a good show. I mean, legitimately, it's it's interesting. You care about the characters. I Alex recommended it, and I watched it all within two insomnia nights. <laughs> I don't
1: know. I've
2: I've. It's not my thing. I'm sure you haven't watched it. but um,
1: but anyways, uh. <laughs> Just go through a quick, some of the cast for this. So you have Bette Bet Midler, who right. is still alive somehow. somehow. science. Fucking um,
2: like, that's the only way, the only way, science.
1: Uh, Sarah Horseface <laughs> Jessica Parker. Yeehaw. Um Kathy... The horse the Benjamin, talking. Who,
2: yeah, I don't know. Yeah, honestly, I fucked I, up on that
1: one. I, I only knew Kathy as the fat chick uh, from Hocus Pocus. I didn't know she did Wasn't she in
2: my f- uh, f- uh, Greek wedding? The, my favorite yeah, Greek fat Greek wedding.
1: She was
3: in, in Rat yeah. Race.
2: Yeah. I remember her from Sister Act and Rat Race. She was John Belushi's wife.
1: They were Nazis! <laughs> um, you also have uh, Thora Birch who... Uh, I don't know if she's a drug addict, but I'm assuming just by looking at her Wikipedia picture.
2: Nice.
1: Um, Vanessa Shaw, who... Um, she was in another movie I saw, and I, I don't know. Uh, uh, clearly clearly wasn't good enough that I remember her in anything else. And who plays Billy? Doug Jones.
2: Doug Jones. The biggest thing that come out of this movie is Doug yes. Jones. Have you If you've seen a Guillermo del Toro movie, you've seen Doug Jones, uh, plus a host of other shit behind the scenes. I mean, a lot of horror movies he's been in. Uh, what We Do in the Shadows currently, he's uh, the Baron. Uh, so, yeah, no... Props to Doug Jones. The best part of
1: this movie. Um, yeah, and I think uh, everyone else in this movie is dead to me. I'm trying to find who plays the main dude and if he is still relevant.
2: He, they just did an um, article with him like are, a couple years uh, back about um,
1: like
3: where right now. Omri, are Katz? Omri what? Katz, What? Max, you're talking about? Max. Uh, yes. R-R-R? Yes. Yeah. His name is Amri Katz.
1: I am you No, know, that's
3: why name. he's not relevant because of
2: a O-M-R-I? stupid name. Oh. If you have to work that well, hard to fucking pronounce it, change it to, like, Chase Blake or some shit.
1: Seriously, that's Blake. why I couldn't find you. You don't have an American name. The no, last, last movie thing he, he was, was in was in
2: 2018.
1: 2002.
2: Like, you don't hear Colin Farrell being called colorful Filley. okay? He, short...
3: <laughs> he was in something called Childhood Thoughts in 2018. That sounds perverted.
2: By the way, yeah. we watched a trailer <laughs> for that new uh, Bruce Campbell movie. I do really want to watch it. However, he does look like a pedophile in it. He, a little bit, does. yeah. The bow tie. Yeah. He's got like overweight. Hair. Yeah, the overweight Ned Flanders things is a little weird. It's <laughs> immediate pedophile warnings.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> well. So, fun fact about this movie: Fun fact. Disney bought the script in 1984 and sat on it for quite a few years. And it was supposed to be a darker movie than what it turned out to be. It wasn't supposed to be a comedy. It was supposed to be darker and scarier. I don't know how Disney would have done that.
2: But when you add in Ben Midler, how do you know how do you contain the labs?
0: <laughs>, laughs? Bitch
2: <laughs> So
3: the the guy that plays the voice of the cat, what is it Thackeray Thackeray Binks?
2: Is it the same guy Thackery. from uh, Sabrina's the Teenage Witch? I mm, I don't know. He there, he was, was he's
3: in um he's in the NCIS fucking NCIS,
2: show. nobody gives a shit unit. Starring this Are you guy. talking
1: are you talking about uh, Jason Marsden? I feel like we're talking about the cast way more than we're actually going to talk yeah. about the movie. Leonardo you know, DiCaprio would You, have been you know right what? Now. This movie... So he, okay, a he, lot oh, great. he was a rocket. He does the What's
3: voice, he? but the one that actually plays Stackery is somebody else. The one that actually plays it, the ghost of him. You know, I like okay, Shawshank
1: yeah. Redemption. I, I want to know <laughs> it really the filmography
2: of that cat, though. I'm going to blow my head off. <laughs> <laughs> this the review of halloween kills what are we watching <laughs> all
1: right so yeah so uh basic premise for this movie is virgin lights a candle which brings back the Fucking sanderson stupid, stupid virgin i i don't know why the spell had to rely on a virgin it's but... oddly sexual for a movie that's aimed towards children isn't it It is. It is. is. I wonder if in the original script the three sisters just want to fuck the kid.
2: Is that the whole thing? Like is from eighty four were they like was it some weird Caligula like script where it's like we have to fuck this virgin? And then they saw that they had the three women that they had cast, they're like, Well they ain't fucking nobody. Maybe the one if you put enough makeup on her.
1: So I I do have a question, Matt. Do you do you really not like this movie? Like, do it's, you tolerate it?
2: It's a movie I, my wife loves it. It's one of her favorites, and I've seen it a bunch. But if you ever said to me when you were a kid, "Did you like Hocus Pocus?" The answer is. <clears throat> i still don't really love the movie it's it is what it is like it's the same thing as fucking halloween town like it's a bunch of privileged white kids in a nice east coast fucking neighborhood that has troubles with bullshit like i i don't know like i grew up in a you know we were in an okay neighborhood but we were fucking dirt poor so i look at this kid he's bitching about having to move in his beautiful room and his fucking drum kit and it's like you little cocksucker You fucking got a nice life and you're bitching about it. So it's hard for me to connect to these movies when it's like I would have been bullying that little fucker, too, because he was an asshole. Literally, the other kids bully him because they're poor and he's rich. And they're like, oh, look at this rich fuck. I'm not on the bully's side. I'm just saying he's easily hateable because he's such a little shithead. The sister's the best part. She's literally like, "Ah, you little bitch, you're looking at her tits, eh? Like She's she's no (laughs) problem calling him out. (laughs)
1: I love me a okay. pair of Yabos. Yabos? Um, yeah, no, I I think this movie and Halloween Town... Same movie. ...were kind of just, like, at the right spot in me and Giovanni's childhood where it just became, like, a cult classic. Yeah. And if you look at the plot of both movies, they're terrible.
0: They're really terrible. Oh, they're, really they're god I mean, and the they movie. make um, no fucking they're
2: sense. Not, they're not... It's not like they're garbage pile movies, it's just... You would never catch me recommending to watch fucking Hocus Pocus. They're well done. We have it in 4K, both physical and digital. Like I said, it's one of my wife's favorite movies. But if I wasn't married to her, I wouldn't own it. I wouldn't
0: watch it. I'd go past it on Disney+. Plus. I love this movie. And to, for Halloween Towns, to, 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 uh, to the benefit of that movie, that floating guy is
2: the fucking scariest guy I've ever seen. Dude, Halloween
0: movies ha- The only <laughs> time I've ever
2: watched that was with you guys in our be- in my backyard when we put yeah, up the projector, that, that, guy. One, I'm not that even, one cold fucking day. I'm not even giving my opinion on Halloween time, because I don't know how I would describe it without getting cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> I quit! Okay, so let's do uh, <laughs> overall wrap-ups, what you thought of it, as well as let's give our Uh, Hot dogs, I'm going to go ahead and start with Giovanni, since you have professed your love for this movie so deeply.
0: I do love this movie. Um, It's nostalgia for me. Uh, Growing up watching this movie, uh, it's funny. Um, And then really knowing the history of that this movie could have been darker It just makes it all the better. I would have loved to see a darker version of this movie. Wouldn't um, it be cool this, if
2: like there was a, like a Guillermo del Toro version of the original oh, script a, or something, <laughs> and, like something I really gothic?
0: Jones in it as
2: well. With yeah, literally, there's already the fucking connection. Make it happen, Disney! You evil sons of
0: bitches. This is a solid three. Um, I would definitely watch this again. It's a Halloween movie um, every year for us. Pretty regular, uh, so a solid three for me. Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go same. Uh, definitely a three. Um, like I said, this is a cult classic just because of the age I was when I saw this movie and uh, The Halloween age Town.
2: of Aquarium.
1: I I Jesus. sung that. I was singing that the other day, and my wife got really pissed
2: off. Alex is the only one that corrected me. I per, I per, I on purpose said Aquarium because it's not the right lyric. It's Aquarius. <laughs> I know, but Aquarium is funnier. <laughs> because <laughs> you could fit it in there and most some people won't notice they'll be like did he just it's yeah just me did he sing it right
1: the the end of 40 year old virgin when they start singing that is probably one
2: of my favorites uh so i've been watching bloopers and shit of the anchorman movies really building my appetite to watch those movies to the point where i think jen and i are gonna watch them back to back because i love those movies i haven't watched them in a, like at least five years
3: I've so never watched Waking Up with Ron Burgundy. I've never watched that one. second one? Is that what it is? Well, no, wait. The, is No, I don't...
2: That's, what, that was just
3: like... A, it, it never went to theaters or anything. It, was, it was Oh, it like, uh, was like a side it thing. Was, they, they, they recorded so much footage from the first one that they turned it into Waking Up with Ron Burgundy. Oh,
2: I didn't see that. I've seen the unrated second one and the unrated first one they had or whatever it was. The second one's got some really like... Because I was watching bloopers where it's just them doing the improv lines. And there's some shit that's just that didn't make it in there, and that did. Like when he's talking about <laughs> how he felt, like the, how he knew what the people from Pompeii felt like after he masturbated after a long time, and instead <laughs> of it being lava, it was hot, thick ejaculate. <laughs> like there's some really dumb lines in those movies that's that are just purposely. And the Will Ferrell's brilliant in his performance. Anyways, fuck those movies that we're talking about. Um, <laughs> I interrupted Lewis. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, three three out of five for me. Um, definitely. Uh, recommend it if you like Halloween Town and you haven't seen it.
2: The man with two yeah. brains, Alex.
1: Um, I I
3: think I, I think this is a three point five for me because it is something fun. For, i have a family, you know. My kids are older, and my wife loved the movie. Like I, I said before, um, she loves to sing along with some of the songs. Um, not with I, not with I put a spell on you. And um, put a spell on you. <laughs> but well, why um, isn't that
2: voice too? Like, who, where in the fuck would they think the skeleton guy has that type of voice? Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Like, for one thing, once again, we talked about it a little bit. What is this, a whites-only country club? Is that, is that, I didn't see any. Where's the brothers? Where's my Mexican friends? Where's the real party people? Every fucking Disney movie, every family movie, how the center around only white people. Oh, this movie's centered in Maine. You know how fucking boring Maine is. Why is all these movies set in the fucking East Coast that isn't New York City?
3: Like, was it Maine so boring that they actually started burning people alive?
2: Well, they you know they had, Salem. Well, they have to go in the name of God. That's the <laughs> Almighty <laughs> Jesus. <Why? laughs> you ever want a good? You, <laughs> all all want, a, you want a good documentary on Jesus? Uh, watch Hamlet uh, too.
3: Passion of the Christ.
2: I actually like that movie, and it sounds bad, but it's just because it's filmed well. Like, it's a fucked up movie to be like, I enjoy the cinematography, but I really do.
3: I've never seen it. Every time you never, dude.
2: It's like you've got to watch at least once in your life. I saw it with Fabian and his dad, and his dad was crying. Like if you're super religious, I guess it's kind of a fucked up movie. For me, I'm like, oh, he took his fucking rib cage. Mm." Ooh, you see that that bear
3: claw just ripped shit off. There's certain
2: scenes like when they first come to get him. The way it's filmed with how it's filmed, the lighting, and they he manipulates shutter speed to give it a certain effect. Um, Mel Gibson's a hell of a visual, got a visual eye for it. It's a movie that if you're if you're squeamish, which I know you're not, I mean, um, it's but it's a, if you're religious, it's a hard probably film to get through because you are essentially watching um, 45 minutes of buildup and then 90 minutes of Jesus getting beaten to death. So it's, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like half the movie is him getting it, torn apart. It's basically the reverse Running Man. Where, like, instead of him surviving, every Slayer's just beating the shit out of him with different weapons. But, but does he actually resurrect in the movie? So, I I th- the, the way the movie ends it, is, yeah, they put... they, they put. It, is, leads it to your interpretation, I believe. I, I not, can't remember. Well, not really so much. I mean, they may leave it somewhat ambiguous, but basically they bury him and they cover it with this stone. And then they come back, they move the stone, and his body's gone. Yeah, yeah it's just a shroud. But there is a second one coming. Really? Not a joke. Well, uh-huh. fucking Caviezel just is getting canceled now cuz he went on a uh he was doing a speech at some convention that you're not supposed to cuz it's outside of the bubble of think we have and um whether I agree with him or not, they're allowed to get together and share ideas if any, if you say different you're fascist. Um but he gave this weird speech about God and his religion and angels and demons and I'm watching and I'm like you know, I, I don't really like either side all that much. Like, this is the problem with the the right is really, like, you have these cuckoo birds who is like, God will come down and everybody's fucked. And it's just like, I, I mean, maybe a little bit happier God would be nice to talk about. Like, somebody's going to come down and, like, everybody gets bunny rabbits. Like, something, you know, like, I nice. don't know why,
0: but that tangent makes me want to watch The Da Vinci Code now.
2: Oh, with Tom, the worst part about that movie is Tom Hanks' Nicolas Cage from Next Haircut. <laughs> worst part about that movie. That's a, it's a really bad haircut. Yeah, yeah, it's just terrible. I don't understand why. Like, I saw that, and I'm like, Tom, why? Why, Tom? I mean, you could have gone, I mean, gone with the military forest cut, and it would have looked better than that weird long hair. Like, literally, was he weird, would, that was yeah, his yeah. Nicolas Cage hair phase. Nicolas Cage and him are friends, and he's like, you need to grow it out, man. <laughs> it's free, just like back in the 90s.
3: Peacock has a new uh, a new one called The Lost Symbol that's Da Vinci Code-like. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: That's yeah, per- Dan Brown. I prefer Sahara with Matthew McConaughey and Steve's on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's more adventure. All
2: right, Alex, overall?
3: Yeah, uh, 3.5, uh, definitely worth watching with my family every year. Um, it makes them happy. It makes me happy to make them happy. Um, I say a lot of shit, but I... Do you I, I guys do eat popcorn very,
2: very when happy. you want to? Yeah, popcorn?
3: yeah. We do. Um, it's fresh pop, stove pop, We uh, you know, <laughs> pour the kernels in. None of that bag shit.
2: I like that he went into detail. I don't know why I find that so fucking funny that he told us what type of... Good job. I mean, you gotta who make knows, son, good, your, your, your home... I love that.
0: Uh, we grow uh, the corn in the neighbor's yard. <laughs> <you're> right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, on, on
3: the roof of our apartment. It's better, sun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, keeps the rats out of it, too. That's what you think. Um, I I don't love the movie. It's not marketed towards me. It's not my type of movie. I don't have the childhood nostalgia. With this said, I don't hate it. It's filmed well. It holds up considering it's from 93. Um, visually, it probably holds up a lot better than 90% of your... I mean, when you think about the movies that Disney and shit put out in that era, whether it be the Olsen twins Halloween movies and the earnest scared straights and those type of movies it holds up probably better than most i mean just in visual quality um i give it a three out of five i don't like i said i don't hate it my wife's one of my wife's favorite movies it's just i don't i can watch it i can tolerate it i'm happy when it's over and that's you know that's about it sounds, your heart sounds your like, heart doesn't grow any bigger for it sounds it. like life no yeah no it's I mean even when I, I mean, that's the problem with anxiety disorders even when you're in the moment of doing something fun you're just like can this end I want to get back to home base and that's kind of the problem I've had my whole life and still have where it's like I can be I'm out camping and I'm enjoying it I'm in the woods this is something I look forward to every year in the back of my head it's still like leaving Monday we're leaving Monday get the fuck out of here go home back to home base that's 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 a, that's one of the problems, at least I have with my anxiety disorder, is that tends to kick in and it ruins the moment. Um, but yeah, so I, I understand, you know, I understand your guys' nostalgia with this movie too. And we've also talked about my dad was weird back then, so he didn't like me watching movies about witches and all that shit. So that could be another reason why I just it, this never was on my radar. Meanwhile, the guy's mm-hmm. so fucking kooky that I'm watching Terminator Two and RoboCop and all these Schwarzenegger violent and Commando and Cobra no and lethal Weapon witches and, in there. Yeah, I'm Close your eyes every, when there's boobs on TV fucking, and just yeah, k- keep yeah, watching yeah. the rest of it. Literally, the asshole rents species. Watch from the blood. Block, he rents species from Blockbuster. And I gotta watch it under the blanket for most of it because the woman's tits is in every other fucking scene in that movie. It's like, hey, I'm gonna become an alien, but before I do that, let's get into the hot tub. Literally, half of the movie is that fucking scene. Oh, hey, I'm a hot chick, and then it's tits, and then alien. Like I know, ne- like I've still never fucking. I don't think seen that movie hundred percent of the way through without <laughs> not seeing fucking portions of it because I couldn't see the tits as a kid. It ruined the movie. I, I, never you, I any... thought you were saying,
3: I thought you were say you had PTSD of yourself putting blankets over your I, face I've, every time you try to watch it.
2: I've had zero interest in that movie since I was a kid because of that. Because I literally watched a third of it behind. the I've behind never covers. watched it. Really? Yeah. Never.
0: Really?
2: You guys say that like it's a fucking classic. Like you've never seen Species with the tits and the aliens and the stuff. <laughs>
0: I thought we to about Pee-wee Herman. Oh no! No, I'm just like Pee-wee
2: Herman in <laughs> the unfortunate movie theater incident. Large Marge.
3: I'm large, Marge
0: Sanchez. I'm surprised you haven't seen Species, though. Wow. Yeah, I've never seen it. And I saw it as a kid. Well, parts of it I saw as a kid. I remember... Meanwhile, like, I remember when we used to watch it, our mom was the opposite. Was like, Mom, there's boobs that we gotta learn some, sometime.
2: My dad literally... Yeah. Okay. That's okay, Joanna. Everybody has them. I have a... You got a Um, I have flash... Me my I, have, I have, like, flash memory of him going, cover your eyes, and then literally it, it, she transforms to the alien and she's ripping the dude apart, and he's like, okay, you can look. And it's just oh, the most God. backwards-ass fucking thing. Like, I I, I mean, maybe I'm, I'm not a degenerate, but once again, your mom's like, let it be free. I got boobs, your mom ain't going to show them to you? And it's like, I don't know why your mom is Tony wow. Montana, too, but... <laughs> okay, then! Alright, uh, we actually be right back with, um... You know, a movie that in my head was scarier than what it is. Uh, my Childhood Memories, which is probably about the last time I saw the next movie. Um, on the Line? Yes. Actually, no, that is that is really scary. That was going to be our number one choice, but Exorcist is
0: a classic. And On the Line Wait, are
2: we... a piece of shit. The,
0: house. the Night house next. Oh, yeah, fuck, night that's house. right. Wow, yeah, I jumped jump ahead. It ahead. <laughs> <Yeah>. Night <laughs> House? Like, well, did we miss all one? Right. I li- yeah, all
2: I right. like, We've talked about Night House. I, I, the more I've thought about it, and it's festered, I don't know. It's not going well. Just thinking. Just saying. Be right
3: back. Not quiet enough, man. It's too, too noisy. Shut the fuck up! All right, so welcome back uh, to Nerditude Movie Podcast. Um, we're starting with our second movie of the night, um, or day, which, depending on when you're listening. Um, it funny. is Night House. What's <laughs> that? I say week, month, year. <laughs> uh, ah. It is the movie called Night House. Um, it was recommended by Anthony, so I'm going to let Anthony take over mm-hmm. on the... Uh, Specifics of this movie, so there
1: you go.
2: Do the Pacific. Yeah,
1: so the so uh, the the Night House. Um, it's a psychological thriller. So this movie actually came out uh, January of 2020. Um, another victim to the okay. pandemic. Um, runtime of 110 minutes. Uh, box office 15.2 million. Um, so the cool thing about this movie. Is it's uh, directed by David Bruckner. Um,
2: what else did he make? Does it sound so familiar? He's done a lot
1: of things. So the signal, the one that we ah, like.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, he directed the segment uh, "Crazy in Love." Okay. Um, he uh, directed "Amateur Night" for the original VHS, which was the the, the like the siren creature. Yep. Um, he directed uh, the accident segment in Southbound. Okay. Um, he then went to make... Uh, they turned The Amateur night from VHS into a standalone movie called The Siren, which is also really good.
2: It, it, I didn't find it as good as the original short.
1: No, no. Definitely not as good as the short. He also did uh, two Adam Naval books, uh, The Ritual, which is on Netflix. Uh, he did that. Um, he did No One Gets Out Alive, which good is movie. a newer one. Um, he did... He helped out with VHS 94 and the... Thing that ties the Night House into Hellraiser um, is that the script for Night House he had planned uh, to be a Hellraiser film it didn't fly, so he ended up doing the Night House. Ironically, full circle, he's doing the new Hellraiser movie. Mm. Um, yeah. So he's an interesting dude. He's done a lot of cool shit. Um, and he seems to kind of stay in the lane of, like, found footage. Um, so that's why Nighthouse, being on my radar, like, I didn't know anything about this movie. I just heard that it was good, and I knew who the director was, and I was like, yeah, let me check it out. Um, so he, he, he's got eight direct, directorials?
3: Or, like, he's a director of eight?
1: Including yeah, although, and everything, although so. when you when you look at the a, VHS ones though he uh those they count everyone who did it short as a director in um but uh so there's only six or five people that are technically in this movie uh rebecca hall plays beth um and uh there's a bunch of other people but i want to focus on rebecca hall because i think she does a really fucking good job in this movie considering now that I, I think about it, there's only fucking five people in this movie.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I would say everybody acted pretty well. I mean, there wasn't anybody that was outlandishly shit acting. The writing wasn't... I mean, it was actually in a lot of places really good. Um, I do want to point this out, and I just thought of this. There is a very huge, whether you want to call lifted or connection, the storylines between this and Exorcist are similar. You have a woman who yeah. essentially you don't know if she needs a priest or a psychiatrist. Yeah. And that's very much the kind of ordeal the exorcist goes through in the beginning of the movie is, you know, he's a psychologist. You know, we need to prove that it's not something mental. Uh, kind of a similar situation here, with, you know, we go into it is she haunted or is she crazy? Is she coping? You know, what mechanism is this the mind playing tricks on her? The mechanisms for coping? Uh, as you go throughout the movie, finding out horrific things. I am one of these people, I like to believe that she's actually being followed by something.
1: Yeah. See, and I, man, the the more I thought about it, I was like, man, it it just fucking makes sense that she just is losing
2: it. Yeah, after. But, it, but it was there before the husband. Yeah, because... Well before I the husband. show up
0: till after she died. But that... So she w- died, she went somewhere and brought yeah. something back.
2: But that's when something she was younger, though. Was she with the husband yeah, already? That was on their first date. The first, date. Yeah. The first yeah. time she met. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. like, it's been with her since him, so... I mean, I, that's the thing is like, I like to think of the idea of she went, she died and brought something back with her. And cause mm-hmm. like even, and we're really getting into heavy spoilers towards the end. Sorry. Try to keep up if you can't, you know, fucking think faster. Um, <laughs> but, but the idea like the towards the, is- towards the end when, you know, but the other thing is how does an entity like that talk to her? Because the entity can't really control her. It can, it can apparently manipulate time, but is it manipulating the movement or is that all her sleepwalking? Like, mm-hmm. the, the movie leaves it pretty ambiguous. I mean, the end shot is another one of those optical illusions where it's are you seeing a shadowy figure or are you seeing the yeah. sunshine and the shadows from the lake? Um, that The entire movie leaves it to that. I Like I said, I am one of these people. I do like to believe that she is indeed uh, haunted because if not, she's incredibly crazy.
0: Yeah. With that said, had- I... I see that strong point where Anthony's coming from, though. Yeah, because the movie does give you pinpoints of like it's insanity, it's insanity, it's insanity. Well, but But then then it kicks you, yeah,
2: it kicks you in the balls with the the supernatural. It's like no, you're (laughs) not. You're seeing things that was literally just the corner of your stairway, and then next thing you know, she's being dragged and thrown against a mirror. That's where it, like, you know what I mean, like. And then her friend comes over and sees the damage in the mirror too. Which does that? Yeah. Does that you know? Like, am I supposed to still believe that she's self-inflicting this when it's really leaning heavily towards it being a supernatural thing? It's a weird kind of uh, feeling I got when I watched. I did predict the movie, unfortunately. Most of the the main plot points, twenty minutes in, I got. With that said, I still really, I really dug the movie. I like the way it's shot. I like some of the lines. I really like her little parent teacher conference, where she's just like, yeah. "My husband killed himself last Thursday." You come put in a here, gun in his mouth yeah. and yeah you come in here the, you, you want to be you gotta be and then the woman's like I'm i I'm, i well you want an A it's such a, such a fucking clap back and it's so it's so well deserved I love that that little scene I,
1: I do like that even after um, even after you finish the movie you reflect on it and you're like her husband was a fucking serial killer yeah. No he's matter what,
2: no matter the cause whether it is him trying to protect her and feed it to this ghoul is he's a serial yeah. killer. Yeah, Because because of the positioning
3: of the of the bodies too, like that that's that's like a uh like a signature, I guess you would say of a serial killer like well, how I position, mean that, yeah. that nothing to oh, do with
2: it. with the when yeah, when Yeah, with, the, with the, yeah.
0: That comes yeah, out I of, think uh, if
2: you ever read like the Red Dragon novel and shit like I that. I think
0: in watching the movie, I think it started as protection, but yeah, you can definitely see tendencies of him. He probably eventually just, it became second nature to him. Well, I mean, the
2: the entity does say that he was chipping away at him every day. Like every day he was like, there's that whole scene where they're on the couch and he looks like he's going to strangle her, which is show that, I mean, that is telling you like, and that's the other thing is, is this dark entity an actual entity or is it talking about the darkness inside? That maybe her husband's darkness grew every day and every time he killed another one, it grew more and he needed more of it. He loved her, yeah. but everybody who he had this fascination with you know, that's the thing is it, it it doesn't explore those avenues, but it tells you basically like, hey, this may exist.
3: It it does a little bit when it when the bookstore clerk where he like starts to choke her after and you find out he like freaks he, out and then, then he like freaks like, out and starts crying and lets her go and like, drives man. her home. So does that make him a serial killer or does it make him somebody that's actually was acting on something that was in his ear. Yeah, it doesn't. Like, you know, it doesn't look
2: like he. Wa- he's enjoying right. doing it. Like that's that's the big thing. They all, like he's not. Serial killers that's, do it for pleasure or other means, not to protect someone. So that's
3: where that's where for me it, it made me think more like okay, he was doing it to protect his wife from the entity that was and, in his ear. And in that case, See, is it
2: any different than in Cabin in the Woods where they sacrifice people to make sure the Earth doesn't blow up?
1: Mm-hmm. See, I, I don't I don't um I don't fully believe. Uh, I just like like the idea that you can technically argue at every step of the way. I do like um, that if you break down this movie, there are a lot of uh, nods to Hellraiser in a way, that there's something that crosses over with yeah. her, um, that that something is not it's not like um final destination it's not a grim reaper it's it's nothing well, it's, that yeah, it follows her
2: it's not even that violent of a whatever it is it's something that just it's just joke. You, you could equate it to the grim reaper being robbed of his rightful due when she didn't die when she came back from life they yeah. leave it pretty ambiguous it could be the reaper like that's the thing is like and then but it's all backed up by the idea of if it's real they don't, you don't know i mean this could just be she could be crazy her husband could she? They could just be her breaking down, understanding that her husband was a fucking murderer and had his own darkness inside. But then you get the, I, you get the end scenes like on the boat right before he kills himself that turns you exactly. the other way.
0: It's, it's and, a hard and, movie to judge, man. And that's why I like to point out this conversation right here. If you're watching this, this is what this movie does really, really well. It gives you two points. It doesn't explain either one to a, a final ending. Like, say like, this happened because. You know, this is really well, what happens. I yeah, I'd even argue I love the, about. the ending purposely fucks with you. Mm. Is even, she seeing something, you, or is she
2: just making it up? Even yeah. if
1: you look at, um, because the the evidence it gives you, it it just gives you like a glimpse of something. Like you see his architect architecture, yeah, um, and the the plans of the house, and you briefly the reverse. Get, uh, yeah, you briefly get information on the book. And the movie just gives you enough to be like, I I need to see a little more to know what's well, going on. They,
2: they also she finds those plans and you never see them. It's yeah. almost like he was planning it to trap the thing.
3: Yeah, that's what it seemed like. Yeah, like he Cause, that cause that was
2: supposed to be like a cage for this entity that he was trying. to As do. she
3: was turning pages, it was showing like all these spiral things. Yeah, with but the, then she gets to the houses,
2: and then it had like the scrolls and sh- the like the the wording yeah. and shit on some of them. I think what he was doing, and they don't elaborate on it at all, because you never find a crazy trap house. You just find them in the, right. under the floorboards. It almost like he was trying to figure out how to build something to trap the entity. And he yeah. it got to the point where it's taken him over so bad that he looks at her and, is gonna, and wants to kill her.
1: Now, Matt, Matt and I also agree on this. This movie does a better job of using negative space to depict yes. something invisible than the invisible man
2: does. Oh by far I mean the, the, there is several really amazing shots and I referenced it, excuse me already where she sees his face outline and the, but then it's just the curvature of her stairway and there's several of those shots through the trees she sees it, but then it's Or the, the wet
3: the yeah. wet footprints and water dripping. yeah, and and there's nothing there.
2: and not only that, but I really appreciate that when she comes face to face, with the entity, it, it, it it's not like a malevolent uh, spirit, it's not trying, like it is trying to kill her, but it's not like I'm haunting you, it's more like, you're mine, we met in the nothingness, I want you back because it's just me here. It's a, almost it, it, like if, another entity is lonely and gripped onto her when she died, and then it was pulled away from it, and now it's like, it's, the, its whole life is trying to get her back.
3: And this is where I fall back to where she's fucking nuts, because the entity can't do nothing to her unless she does it to herself so that's why she's in the boat with you know at the end like it has to be done by her own hand but but
2: then once again they they clearly show her getting slammed by it into the mirror dragged by it throughout the house yeah so it's like you it's hard to explain those kill her
0: you know that's what i'm
2: The free will that people have and, and, and the mm-hmm. freedom of choice as far as if you go into the religious texts, uh, yeah. you know, that separates us from the animals, things like that. Um, it's an interesting concept when you look at it that way. There's a lot of different facets you, you could try to approach this movie. This movie's awesome for that, unlike Malignant, where you literally discuss like, yeah, no, so 23 minutes in, it turned into V for Vendetta, right? Right. Gotcha. Like, this movie's more like we can try to interpret things, and Malignant, it's more like, what the fuck do we just watch? Um, which I appreciate, I like this movie a lot. I, even as I predict, I knew I predicted it and I got to the end and I was like, fuck, okay. I called it still like it. I, there's just something about it. It's filmed. Well, it's a good quality acting's on point. Um, the woman that plays, she's great. I mean, she's got some great lines. Uh, I do notice that throughout the movie, there's only a couple times where she exhibits despair though. Like she never really has like, there's, I think there's only one scene where she really has a cry. Which I found odd considering we're talking a discussion about her potentially being mentally fucked up because of all this. One of the things would be emotionless, you would think, disconnected, which she very much yeah, is. Yeah,
1: like an odd, odd way of grief. You know, she's, you're making, you're she's making very a joke. Cold throughout the whole movie. Oh, yeah. she, every
2: time she explains it, she you know, literally has no problem pulling out the suicide note at the bar. You know, explains shot himself in the head, talks about so. That sort of callous, push
0: it forward, yeah. Well,
2: well, that sort of callousness is a major defense mechanism, so if that defense mechanism is kicking in, it could be realistic that the other defense mechanisms of when she finds the fact that her husband's a serial killer kicking in, turning it all into a fantasy. Although, like I said, it's still hard for me to believe that it is all in her head when this technically the demon, whatever it is, I mean, it, it doesn't pre... It, it, well, it arrives when he does, frankly. So what's to say he didn't bring the dark energy? What if what's to say it had nothing to do with her dying? What's to say he didn't try to kill her, and that's why she almost died and then came back? If he was already on a dark path killing women that looked like her, what if she was supposed to be just another victim?
3: Yeah, they don't they don't even go into like how she how she died that night. No, and was brought back. They just say it was on the night that he that she met her husband.
1: Yeah, she just says she flipped over in a car and pancaked. What's oh, to say? I, I,
2: didn't, I didn't hear that part. What, okay. What's to say he wasn't tailing her and hit her and that was supposed to be his next victim or was you know you don't know because he, he and since you and don't since, know the since past she
3: su- since she survived he, he married her
2: well no I, I don't know her maybe maybe that's part of it but her, her darkness didn't start pretty fucking dark her darkness didn't start till she met him either way you want to look at it he just happens to arrive after the accident you mean to tell me he wasn't following her how do I know? I'm starting to think he was already on his dark path and brought her into it now.
0: I, I mean, the movie, it does such a good job at playing such a fine line. I think, like, you can you can go the route of, like, he was always dark, he met her, probably felt what love was, and then killed all these people to look like her so he wouldn't kill her. But you know what I mean? Like the,
3: the, the podcast person in me is thinking, like, we didn't get to see what his mother looked like, so maybe his mother looked like her.
0: It could be a Bates, you know what it I mean? could be A Norman Bates type situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you can go the route of of the malignant, you know, evil entity that you know followed her back to the the living world and wanted his, her back. He, brother, he, his he, brother he,
2: comes out the back of his head. He built their house. Was the the was the night house already built? He built their house. He was in the middle of building the other one, and he abandoned it to build theirs. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, when did the night house get built? Did he already have it? Was he already storing women there? And then, because you survived for whatever reason, he saw the light, whatever?
0: He's working on both, right? That's, that was the... I don't, see, they don't also, show him work on
2: the night house, though. They show him also, building what, their house.
1: What the movie alludes to is that uh, Owen didn't agree with the thought of nothing after death. Oh, that's so true. He, he wanted to prove somehow to Beth that there was life at their death. And
2: is that why he had and those it, satanic books and shit?
1: Yeah, it doesn't quite explain because it, it mentions that uh she finds out um when she sees Owen killing a bunch of people that uh the the nothing, the entity, uh told Owen that he wants her back. So it almost me like the it almost annoys me that the movie movie doesn't explain this, but I kinda like that it doesn't. It's like, did Owen build that house to try to somehow that. see what's on the reverse? And the entity saw him and was like, you need to give her back. Like, Because it, it was, just doesn't explain it.
2: Was that way of him trapping it, where he goes into that dimension, kills her, tricks the ghost, then goes back across the lake and he's back into normal? It's got a very Alan Wake feel when you think about it. Though. Well, he he
3: does say that he tr- he tricked me, for, but it it didn't last very for long, a, for
2: like. a while. I like that line yeah. actually; it's pretty cool. I yeah, actually like it, the, it, the, the the nothing. It's actually a really cool character. It's very calm there, and just.
1: There's a disconnect of like how long, like how long has. The murder has been happening. How long well, have they been, been together for 14 years. years? So, if you if
2: we yeah. go with the premise that he was already a killer before meeting her, 14 years.
3: But well, no, she... but
2: those bodies were not decomposed all the way, there was some fresh, ones. yeah. So, he was doing them up until he killed himself. Name? I want
1: a movie on him now. Well, yeah, I, I did write that down
3: that he's got the dark passenger. Now I, I, w- I want to watch Dexter.
2: Again. There's so <laughs> many shows that like we just watched the Sopranos movie, so I want to watch Sopranos again. We just, you know, I want to watch Dexter because the new season's coming out soon,
0: right? Yeah, I can't wait. So the love
3: starts in November. Yeah.
0: The only scene in this movie that I, I honestly could not understand was all the the girls jumping off the cliff.
3: Those were the women running from him.
0: But they were like, like there was a scene where I know the one girl ran by and she's like, "Who's out there?" And then um, when they were running towards the cliff, they were all laughing. So I was—that's why I was like confused. Like I thought if they were screaming it or crying, explain. I would get it. It doesn't explain it, it like ex, all. Doesn't, ex, doesn't
2: explain at all who yeah. they are. It could just be people who died jumping off the cliff stupidly that are ghosts in the area. But they don't explain who the fuck they are. And that threw me off.
0: To Anthony's point, they didn't look like her. And no. that's what I thought I was going to see. And also, so if, you, if you looked at how they were dressed, they were dressed very 90s as well. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's just.
2: But once again, you're also dealing with when she gets to the ho- the night house. It's a different dimension.
0: That, you're that talking is true, an yeah. entirely
2: different plane of existence. That could be showing you the darkness of the island. Maybe that was a structure that was already there, and he bought it and used. You, you know, like there's so much ambiguousness to this movie, and that's the problem. Is like. It wants it that way, but in the same token, you could start saying, "Well, these are plot holes," because yeah, you just don't you, tell me enough.
1: You can you can be ambiguous in a movie, but you're walking a fine line. Like this,
2: I think this movie does it successfully, but the problem is like it, it, that fine line does get crossed. I think a couple times here, where it's like I get mystery, but I would have loved to know a little bit more. Like you want, me, I'm invested in the lore. Give me a little bit more. Let me know what's mm-hmm. actually going on. I don't want it spelled out, but fuck, man, I shouldn't be like like when we talk. These these reviews are great because we dig them, we break them apart, and we talk about theories. But once again, I I'm not a big fan of movies that make me run my brain in circles to try to figure out its, yeah, true it's meaning.
1: it's like it's like leave me wanting more, but don't treat me like I'm stupid. Yeah, don't don't
2: like, don't make me be the architect of what you didn't tell me because then my brain fills in the gaps, and I and then the director three years from now says no, this is what actually happened, and I'm fucking disappointed. Hmm. You know, like, I have all these grand ideas in my head, and he's like, no, she was just crazy. It's called <laughs> grief! Oh. Okay. All right, let's do a wrap-up on this guy, and then we'll do... final it was bat-shit f- nutso. Okay. We'll do final thoughts, and then we'll do hot talks, starting with bat-shit nutso. So go ahead, Alex. Uh, for me, I actually... I really
3: did like this. Um, one part that fucking made me laugh uh, was at the beginning... When she gets the fucking the the, the dish from the, the the person that was dropping her off at home or whatever, she dumps it out and she puts it there. And she fucking just slides in the garbage. First thing that popped in my head was she must have eaten her cooking before. You know, she's just like, nope. But if not you do it. if
1: you realize she's eating it the next day, oh, she pulled it back out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ah.
2: Yep. Yeah. Jen was like, did she disgusting. just eat that out of the fucking garbage? Like she right away called it. I was like, yeah, she's eating out of the garbage. But um,
3: it 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 had it had me it had me intrigued at the hello. entire time, yeah. It had me at hello, sure. But uh-huh. um, I, I I didn't I didn't fall off this movie like I normally do watching movies that are kind of slow and stuff. I was actually watching. I was into it. I was I was watching everything. Um, you only fell asleep the, the, two times. The actually I didn't. Uh, the one thing that, that that uh did bother me was like what Giovanni said about the 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 girls jumping, which I could have swore that they all kind of looked like her in a way, but. You guys, they all
2: had dark you, hair, but they were... Yeah,
3: and I just I just think that those might have been the ones that, that, that kind of like ran from him until he finally got them. But, but the laughing is weird, though,
2: because they do laugh. Yeah.
3: Maybe there was some that he was just playing full with. But I, I don't think it was all the 14 years. I think, I think it started later on after they were married for a while. Yeah, because but the
2: darkness comes to her, though, when she dies. So it would have to be all 14 years. But
3: I, I, I but Marcus I think it does it, it,
0: say he followed her.
3: Yeah, but I think it got to him, like it found a way to get to him to use him as a vessel because he 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 starts going into research for the voodoo shit. But I, I don't know. But I, I just I, I'm going to give it a four because I, I did really like it. I, I enjoyed this a lot. Um, it, it there was a lot of a lot of downtime in it for me, and and I usually fall asleep really fast. And I did not fall asleep. I was into the movie. I was watching it. I, you know. I don't know. I, I, Four point I'm gonna go with
2: Job.
0: Um, I do like the way this movie was filmed. The the shots, especially with the entity, that using the house and the little corks in the house and those angles. It. it we talked about this earlier, and we, Anthony mentioned it. Now, man, an invisible man movie with these types of. The, the the concept of the entity in this movie would be amazing. Well, give it the atmosphere of the movie, movie, too. Like, one, yeah. of, one oh, of the yeah. things
2: that was missed in The Invisible Man was there wasn't the haunting of her. It literally goes from, like, I think he's in the room to him beating the shit out of her. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. You know, like, there, there wasn't any horror to it. It was just this fucking psychopath that had a camera suit that was you could hear it from a mile away. I'm sorry, I can hear shutters, cocksucker. I know you're in the fucking room.
0: I'm sorry. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, even in the... That was the remake, right? Yeah. The uh, yeah. first Invisible Man too. Like, I know it was way early in its time, but, the, man, the... It was the, all about to, to take... Are you
3: talking about the one with yeah. Chevy Chase?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> to take the shots here and, and apply it to a movie would be in phenomenal. It would be really good. I, I, yeah, I'd um, love
2: to see this director, like, if you said you're going to be doing an Invisible Man story, how they would approach it. Because they approach this story this way, I think they'd have some really cool ideas for
0: it. They would the mouth prob- the words, I like you. I like you. <laughs> the, the problems I have with this movie, uh, Matt nailed it on the head. It's very predictable.
1: Yeah.
0: And the line it walks between leaving a lot of the lore yeah. and the explanation of the ending open. Too when much interpretation two, needs to be done yeah. by the audience. Yeah, I, I 100% When you agree. mix those two together, it... it uh. It throws it out for me, so um, this is a three point five for me. And I definitely watch it again, and I will say, do go watch it. Um, but it's it it is too much thinking. It's, it's too much it's thinking. It's also
2: a really good movie to watch with your spouse who doesn't like scary movies. That's true. Because it's not very true. scary. It's more tension and mystery. Mm-hmm. Which my wife isn't huge on scary movies, and I know I noticed that during these movies, she is engaging more. She's invested more. Um, so it's always nice because she, she's right there with me. You know, like, what the fuck? Like, that doesn't, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I always appreciate a horror movie that isn't scary. I mean, not many things to me are scary anymore. Like, even, we'll, and we'll talk about it here soon, The Exorcist it is nothing now. It was all childhood nostalgia. But um, I like a movie that she could watch and get involved in and not have to worry about pop-out scares. And it was straight tension and mystery, and I, I appreciated that. It's what I appreciate it's about it. But uh, I might as well just give mine since I just ran my mouth. I like the movie. It's an easy four for me. It's shot well. Way too predictable. Way too ambiguous. But if you're one of these people like us where you do like to break down movies and you do kind of like that afterthought where you're sitting on the shitter and you go, you know, how did this? How long had he been killing? It's one of those awesome type movies. So I'd highly recommend it. Let me send a text to the guys while I'm sitting on the shitter. Yeah, well, I, I texted you guys uh late at night when I was watching it with her and I was like this is a better invisible man than invisible man. <laughs> but so uh, yeah, easy 4 out of 5 for me.
1: Um yeah, same same for me in in terms of uh, invisible man clones, I I'd, I'd have the remake, The Night House and The Hollow Man. Hollow Man is always the best. Hollow Man is be the my best, Darko yeah. 100%. Because I know we're talking about Nighthouse, but you have Invisible Man who just throws you into what seems like the middle of a movie where you just accept that this dude's a bad guy. Hollow Man builds up Kevin's bacon. He's not Kevin's always bacon. he's not always a bad guy. guy. He's, he's just bacon. egotistical. He
0: bacon. Yeah, bacon his is bacon. Yeah, his bacon.
1: You see, yeah, you see the bacon. The bacon. No, uh, Hollow Man does a good job of like not only like giving you this dude, but you see his arc of being just, like, a piece of shit, and by the end, like, he is a bad guy. He yeah. is...
2: he's driven... But th- that's the thing of the loveliness about Hollow Man, though, that Invisible Man missed completely, was he's driven insane. He can't sleep. Yeah. He can't have normal interactions. He's missing his normal life. He's regretting it. Invisible Man just is basically, like, he's a spousal abuser who hates her but loves her. It's all about his control of her. And you those parts are you. those parts are in Hollow Man because he his ex is someone he loves and Josh Brolin is with her. Um so those parts are in there, but it really is his descent into madness and uh you know, basically it, it it's it starts off as an experiment and then goes into like what would somebody do if they couldn't be seen? And they actually explore yeah. that a little bit.
1: But yeah, Nighthouse Night uh definitely would recommend if for whatever reason you don't care about spoilers and you still want to see it. Don't watch any trailers, just go in blind. Yeah. Um, Rebecca Hall does an awesome job. Uh, movies that have such a small cast like that, uh, I really appreciate it when they get someone who can actually act.
2: Yeah, she's good. Um,
1: especially act alone in a scene. Um, but yeah, this is a easy four out of five for me.
2: All right, we're going to take a quick Pretty break. Good. We'll be back with what some would say is the pinnacle of all horror movies, uh, dubbed the scariest movie of all time, classic, um,
0: The Exorcist. See you soon. And welcome back, guys. We're here with our final movie, The Exorcist. Um, fun fact before we begin. This movie is based on a true story. No, it's not. Yes, it no, is. No, it's not. So William Peter Blatty's novel, The Exorcist, was based on a real-life 1949 exorcism of a young boy. It wasn't a young girl. Um, it was all the rave national news caught interest of Blatty. Uh, who was a student in Georgetown University at the time, hence the change in location for the movie.
2: Wait, university? So he was college age, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So they changed gender and age for some reason. Yep.
0: <clears throat>
1: yeah, and if you haven't read the the Exorcist book by Blatty, it's actually pretty good. Um, but this film... Uh, it came out uh, December 26, nineteen seventy three. Ah, oh,
2: the year of our um, Lord.
1: I'm I'm sure I'm sure the Catholics were not happy with this movie, let alone being released around Christmas. Um, what kind of demon would go to the movies
2: the day after Christmas to watch that
1: filth? <laughs> uh, it directed by William Friedkin. Um, Friedkin, William, who, who is on his fifth marriage. Um, Good for him,
2: tasting all the flavors. uh,
1: So there are two runtimes for this movie. I think there's more than two cuts.
0: Eight. Eight cuts total.
1: There's a 122-minute runtime, 132 minutes. I think the the latest one that came out was a director's cut that came out in 2000, if I
3: recall. I think think the the one one we watched
2: watched was 132 minutes, right?
3: 133, yeah.
2: 133. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. But it it was a 2000. So, uh budget for this uh 12 million which a lot of money in 73. That is a lot of money and it's crazy that this movie made 441 million dollars.
2: Over its lifetime wow. over 50 wow. years or whatever though? Yeah. Okay.
1: Years. Um Yeah, and so uh quick couple of cast members. Do so you have uh, Ellen Ellen Bernst uh who plays the mom? who is actually going to be reprising her role in David Gordon Green's trilogy of The Exorcist. No shit. Although Linda Blair is not going to be, who plays Reagan, so that's interesting.
2: She, went, um, she she doesn't need to be. She went on to live a normal life.
1: That's true. That's the, uh, whole, that's
2: the whole point of the ending of this movie.
1: Um, The late Jason Miller, who played uh, Father uh, Damien Karras. Car- Car- Such Caris. a
2: good fucking actor.
1: Harris, yeah. He was good. And he did a good job in this movie. Um another late Max von Sydow who Which, plays by the way, he, father as
2: well. Did he ever look young? Max? No, I think he was born 95. Yeah, seriously, every movie he ever he looks like Ian McKellen. Like from birth. Yeah. He's like um, Ian McKellen and Donald Sutherland had a baby. It's Max. And uh William Bladley actually
1: has a cameo in the movie as a producer. Um, and, uh, there, I do want to mention, so you, you briefly see Pazuzu, which is the demon in the movie. Um, the, there's the, the person you, the face you see, which I always thought was a dude, but it's not, it's, it's a woman. It just looks like a guy. It's a
2: leftover Oompa Um, actor.
1: And then there's the person that voiced Pazuzu, uh, was Mercedes McCambridge, who allegedly had to, like,
2: chain smoke and get liquored up in order to yep. do the voice. Wow. Um, Talk about meth. Daniel Day-Lewis just dresses like Abraham Lincoln. huh? Liquored and smoking.
1: So, another um, nod to David Gordon Green's trilogy. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis wants to voice...
2: Yeah, uh, why? The <laughs> what are her fucking... I just read that. What are her credentials? All of that Activia is going to help. Yeah, the probiotic <laughs> going to make Activia. you... Activia. You know, I want Tom O'Reilly to voice, voice it of Slayer. I want the singer for Cannibal Corpse to voice the demon. Fuck no, no, Jamie no. Lee well, Curtis.
1: I, I know exactly who I want, and I can't... I don't know his fucking name.
2: Can we get the guy that does um, the voice for Archer? H-, <laughs> H. John Benjamin.
1: Now, I want... Uh, what is his name? Ralph... Ralph Innocent. Uh, you'll know his voice from The Witch. His uh, his voice is
2: like lower than the yeah. Mariana Trench. Literally his voice is a didgeridoo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
1: <clears throat> but yeah, so we can we can jump into this movie. And I guess before we talk about this Spoiler movie...
2: Spoiler alert! We, it's only 50 fucking G- years old.
1: Giovanni and I have the same. Like, I... When I... Th- when I think of this movie, I think of being really young and almost watching it now as an adult, more the idea of the movie itself than the movie. And, uh, I mean, growing up, just hearing the theme song would make me oh, almost perspective. Yeah. Um, I remember in the early 90s, everyone was doing that fucking meme of, like, uh, like a computer game where you're, like, watching the thing.
3: Yeah. And Reagan
1: pops up. Yeah, our face. Um, Least, yeah, there you was still see that a lot on like YouTube. Oh, yeah. sadly, yeah. there was just such a like, uh, like a vibe that this even talking about this fucking yeah. movie gave off. And growing up in a Hispanic household, granted our our upbringing wasn't religious, but traditional Hispanic households are very religious. So I mean, you you grow up, e- even if you don't grow up practicing, you grow up you know thinking as a young kid about hell and demons and all that. And to know that there was a movie like this when I was young that specifically like dealt with that, and it just became like, when I was younger, I was like, I know of that movie, I don't want to see it. I really don't want to see it. It only attacks
3: uh, children, remember that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and even even watching it as an adult, I, I still, like, I vividly think of those uh, memories about this movie in the same way I think of Step Brothers. When I think of Step Brothers, I think of my first date with my wife like I, I just i instantly think of that and that's what i think of when i think of this movie because the movie itself it's it's not that terrifying but like i said the i the idea of it is is fucking frightening to me
0: it is um, disturbing yeah
1: yeah
3: i i managed to make it through the entire movie and and I, I didn't feel scared at all but i remember as a kid watching it i was like god this is fucking creepy but, uh, near the end, it did get it I did get like chills and every now and then when when it was cold, but maybe it was just you know maybe that's what it was just me seeing them cold and all that shit uh the only scene that really fucked with me was was her with the cross. Uh, you know, jabbing herself.
2: Yeah. Um, I, that was the
3: only scene out of this entire movie as an adult. That scene's still that really weird, really fucking bothered me.
2: I, I had a hard time not laughing because it was so crass, though. Because, like, let him fuck you, and it's like, oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, well, now, I- the weird part about this movie is it does have weird shit <laughs> surrounding it, like during the oh, the Oh, the other part was, lick it, lick me, lick me. Yeah. That
3: part. I was like, what the fuck? There was stuff I don't that... think that was in the original.
2: I don't really... see. That's the thing is, I saw the original so long ago. I don't remember how far it took it, as opposed to whatever this
0: director's cut did. Yeah. So I feel like I know there was um, some situ... There was an issue between a rated R and almost a rated X for this movie.
2: For seventy three, though. Yeah. Yeah. This, which was I mean, this movie is doesn't really get violent until the end. Really, um, there was shit that did go on uh, during the filming. Uh, I remember reading about it a while ago, but I looked it back up. Some of the problems, like the the set they used for her house burned down in 72 while shooting. Um, Other weird shit, like you had a couple actors who characters die in the movie, died shortly after the filming wrapped. Linda Blair Mm -hmm. and Max von Sydow both had family members die during the filming of this movie. Um... The son of Jason Miller, who plays Father Damien, almost died in a motorcycle accident during the filming of the movie. Like, there's just a lot In in th- this movie, t- the only part of this movie that creeps me out to this day as an adult is when they start doing the prayers and they start doing the... Ta- like that, But that's regardless, and that's always going to make me weird. It's always going to make me like, I, am I inviting certain shit into my home by watching this? And even though I don't really have any religious connotation in my belief, it's just kind of like it's still, it gives me a vibe that I don't like, and it's that vibe of just like, I don't fucking know, bro. There could be an entire afterlife, there could be a heaven and hell, there could be nothing but dirt, I don't know, so that unknown I think is, in my mind at least, is what creates the kind of scariness of like, yeah. if this shit is real, right? Just, well, let's say in the context of this is real, this shit is real! Like, fucking demons possess people! Like, that's the, that's the thing that people don't think about is like, we want to say it's not real because it's easier to process. We never talk about the other side of, if this shit's real, you were talking about people being possessed by demonic entities. And it's a, it's, a, it's a creepy thought that always gets me with this sort of shit.
3: Oh, I have a couple oh. questions for you guys. Uh, number one, did you watch it with your spouse?
2: No, she wouldn't.
3: Many she,
0: wives? she wouldn't won't. She wouldn't let me... Pl- She's like, if you're going to watch this movie, you watch it when I'm not home. Like she would not. And put your penis away.
3: So I I watched I watched this (laughs) movie. I watched this movie with my wife. Back up into the chin. And and we made it seven minutes before she she turned on the lights. Seven minutes in heaven. So she turned the lights on. And then she fell asleep at the beginning up up until like maybe around the thirty eight minutes. Thirty eight minutes is
2: when the pee pee dance happens.
3: That's when she woke up. And then my, my, my oldest daughter was there, she was doing homework, and she just kept, was like, what the hell's going on? That was it. But uh, I finished this movie, so when you guys finished the movie, did
2: did you guys feel any different? Any weird? I, any, you know, any strange shit? But no, by the end of the movie, I was all in on the, man, I really like the cinematography of this movie, like, I like how it's shot, it's really cool, it's really well done, I like the acting. Um, No, actually watching it as an adult completely removed the stigma i have this movie i don't consider it scary i still get weird vibes when you start getting into the when he's throwing fucking whipping holy water everywhere around the room yeah and and like just just that and then then dousing
3: his fucking the other priest next to him
2: okay so the other i guess the one scene that still does get me in a weird way is when he when um linda blair regan is, is, is as the demon is like you know your mother's in here yeah she's with us like that's You want to leave her a message? Yeah. Make sure she gets it. Yeah, that's just like because she just died, uh, he wasn't there, and it's like so fresh. And, you know, he's over there as a psychologist trying to prove that she's not haunted, that she's not possessed. And he's he's, he's a man of science at this part. And literally he has this person he's trying to prove isn't possessed bringing his dead mother up, who's freshly dead. Also... He has the
3: guilt where he actually her took her out of the hospital, yeah, and brought her. No, he brought her home. Well, yeah, but there is that whole scene and she of died like, in her, in she, her she, own home.
2: She begged him to do it, though, like she was losing well, that's, it.
1: That's that's one thing you lose sight of when when you're at a young age and you know of this movie is you don't realize that it's it's not Reagan's movie. No, it's um, Bruce Damien's.
0: There's a it's lot. Yeah,
1: it's, it's Damien's, and he's really uh, the main
0: character that you it, follow. Oh, well, it's his arc, yeah, yeah.
1: As, as an adult it is terrifying to know um like when you think of his story like he he lost his faith became a man of science well, before even he, he lost his faith yeah, yeah and and in that room realized that he had to get his faith back
3: mm-hmm.
0: and
1: he he knows that essentially he knows even before he jumps out of the fucking building like he's looking at the end
2: well he yeah, like, and what he, and, he, I mean it, I don't like how that scene is done because it literally goes from like Max von Sydow goes in there and then he's done and then he like but it is that, it is that point where he realizes like we can't do this there's no way to the only way I can get this demon out of her by myself is trying to get it to come to me and, and like
3: because he lost his faith it was in in a in a religious world because you lose your faith you're more susceptible do demons taking over well, you.
2: I do like some of the lines. Like Max von Sydow has a line where he says, "Do not disrespect me because I too am a sinner." That idea of like, yeah, I know I'm of sin, but fuck you, I'm better than you. Like that's a, it's an interesting line. Um, I do like how they bring him in, and he's just like a motherfucker, like motherfucking
0: Jones. Like he's, he's the guy. You're Doesn't, gonna, you're gonna hold my utensils. He gives them. I love the pep talk he gives them right before they start. He's like, you <laughs> know, don't believe the demon. Demon lies. Yeah. There are truths in the lies, like you know. You need to stay focused. The scene yeah. where he
2: starts to crack about his mother, and he's like, "Get out!" Yeah, it's just, but that's once again. But that is a weird thing. As soon as Damien's out of the room, it just wipes out Max Vincido somehow. Like he's stone cold gray. When I watched it, I was like, "Holy fuck, he is dead!" Like that motherfucker is white.
0: Doesn't Damn.
3: doesn't Reagan have a line too where she says something effective? Where she goes? Um, I'm, I'm not here for them. I'm, I'm here for you. She tells... She tells... Yeah.
2: And that's, I think, another reason why he figures it'll go to him. Yeah. Because, I mean, that whole scene is he finds him dead and basically just starts beating the shit out of her. Yeah, he um, does. it just wailing on the demon and it tells it, take me, and it does. And I do like how that scene does show <laughs> it take him over and him kind of fight. It's almost... Um, End of Days borrowed very heavily of it. At the end of End of Days, when Schwarzenegger is fighting the the devil inside of him, very reminiscent uh, when you when I watch it now. Um, I do have a couple notes. There is the statue where I didn't know if when when, basically when he looks up and it shows like the silhouette of the demon that's inside of her next to her. Does it have a sword or a dick? Dick. Dick. Okay. So
1: Pazuzu has like a snake like peepee. Yeah.
2: Okay, so I also, we, we talked about this, the nostalgia and the emotions that tie to this movie as a child much deeper than the actual scares the movie provide. Um, I did find him literally finding the priest dead and then going right to beating the shit out of Regan quite hilarious. I, it was hard for me not to laugh. Um, Alright, now this is at the end of the movie. Very end. Regan gives the other priest a kiss on the cheek. Mm-hmm. I just had a joke because he gives her that weird look as she walks away and drives away. And the joke that popped into my head was like, only if she was a boy. <laughs> and that's all my notes I had on the movie. Uh, like like, like he, oh, yeah, he does, he gives her that look like, mm, if you were a young man. Regan,
0: Regan's character was almost Violet Beauregard from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Uh-huh. Oh wow! Daddy,
2: I want an exorcism. <laughs> I want it yeah. now, Violet. You're turning demon, Violet. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: I I still I still find some aspects of the movie terrifying cuz let's yeah. let's say let's say uh demonic entity is real like as a as a as a parent as a dad like how oh. how the fuck would you cope with and, and even after an exorcism is performed like for the rest of your life you'd be thinking like what if that thing
2: comes back after my kid? It's the type of thing mm-hmm. when you're driving in the well, car, here, the kid to daycare. You're always looking in the rearview mirror, like, like yeah, uh, yeah okay. You well, here, here's
3: something. Here's here's an experience I had with my my uh, nine year old when she was about two and a half. I, um, um, it was it was kind of early in the day. We, we all took a nap, and she just was playing. Her sister and her were were in the other room, but then her sister passed out, oldest sister, and then I woke up and I saw my my youngest just sitting on the kitchen floor with her back to me. And she's looking down. And I was like, what are you doing? She goes, there's something wrong. And I was like, what? And, like, I started shaking my wife, like, wake up. Wake up. Like, it was just really fucking weird. And she was looking at her foot. Turns out she had a piece of glass that was from a broken cup from my wife. When my wife dropped it earlier.
2: Why would the like, fuck would look- you tell that story like that? Like, it was something, and then it's like, oh, yeah, piece of glass.
3: But, but, but she was looking down at her foot. She goes, Dad... There's something wrong. And the way she said it, it made me fucking think of like Poltergeist and like all those other movies with children. I was like, You gave what the me fuck's no payoff for that one. It was a fucking piece of Glass. It's like. was in her man. foot? She's two and a half years old. But did she
1: Rory occasionally will do that. Like, you see like the bad taxidermy animals. There's the one of like the, the fox like doing the weird hand thing. Rory was sometimes standing in his bed and look at the monitor and put his hands up like he's summoning a pagan demon and just start saying a bunch of gibberish. Like, it's weird.
2: Yeah, It's weird.
1: And almost having a kid makes The Exorcist even scarier.
2: Send me the recordings. I want to see if he talks about somebody named Zool. (laughs) Yeah, dude. It's it's weird.
3: I I did have... I, I did have one more question for you guys. How many of you watched it in the morning
1: or at
2: night, I had to oh, watch I it. All my the, at night. I had to watch it in the morning or uh, well, so it was early morning, so it was still pretty dark, and it was gloomy as fuck that day. And I did mm-hmm. have the sound turned up pretty high as well. Like I didn't bitch out on it at all.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I I purposely didn't because I was like, you need to face it. You haven't watched it in years, and I did, and I was glad I did because it uh, it didn't. you know, I, I didn't really find it. I find there's creep factor to it, definitely. Still, yeah. But I don't See, find I'm, the movie itself
1: scary. I'm a I'm a bit weird. I I can watch a horror movie, go to bed. I'm not going to have a nightmare.
2: No, yeah, me either. If
1: I if I watch a horror movie and I have time to digest it and think about it, that's when like stuff can creep me out because I'll sit there and ask myself questions like, "But what about this? What about this?" Um, I, I'm never like the type that like I can't sleep because I watched a horror movie. No. I'm better off sleeping after watching a horror movie so my brain can stop thinking about it. Like, what,
3: that's... A, what about what about you, Giovanni? What happened with you? Did you watch it in daytime or nighttime?
0: I watched it before the sun came up because I got up early that day. That was the yeah. day I had to call off work. Oh, um, it,
3: I, it worked out for you.
0: Yeah, the lights were off. I had the headphones on anyway. I, I had I my headphones so like okay. get the pulse around. And I had um, my TV's backlit. I backlit it red, so the whole room looked disturbing. Hey, man, no,
2: no. Red's for the omen, bruh. For the omen.
0: But
1: I I will say, for this movie being in 73, the audio track and the the, the clips.
2: But that's that's also years of remastering, though. Like, fortunately, whoever filmed it, like, saved the actual negatives. So they they can make a... The thing about negatives is you can theoretically go up to whatever resolution you want because you're dealing with an analog source and you're digitizing it, and it's pure film. It's the pure source. So 35mm and shit, that's why if, when you see these amazing 4K restorations, they're working off the original 45mm. That's why if you see a 4K movie you don't expect and it's like new cut or director's cut, they probably had to patchwork some of the film together to get it to work. Or they found extra scenes and were like, fuck it, throw it in there. And that's how they're getting these these really nice four K restorations because with the actual film you can you can that's why you that's how you can even get eight K and all that other shit.
0: Shit. Tech corner. <laughs> 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 this movie, watching this movie over again, like watch it gave me chills. It does. There are certain scenes in it that give me chills. The scenes where, and I will say this over and over again: if you watch this movie remastered. Do it with headphones, really good headphones, or loud and as a scene. Fuck. Or a good surround sound. Yeah, good type surround too. sound. Like yeah. The scene where her friend comes in, tells her her director's dead, and the girl comes down the stairs. You can fucking hear her. Yeah. Hit the floor, hit the door, cross the hallway, and come down the stairs. It is so disturbing to just go through the whole thing I heard that, that way. too, because
2: I'm literally... We repositioned our living room area, and I have a 5.1 surround sound bar. And so nice. I'm only, like, six feet away from it. So, like, I had it cranked. And, like, the scene when they're, like, yelling the power of Christ compels you is literally getting to the point where I'm getting uncomfortable with how loud it's getting. I'm just like, should I turn it down? Like, you know, my brother's... And I, my brother's upstairs sleeping still at this point, so I can only imagine, like, the nightmares he's fucking having, like... It's like he woke up, man. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I gotta go to church. Like, oh, I up? I
3: did have to turn it down a couple times because fuck our me, front door, me. for some reason, is kind of paper thin. Yeah. Our, but it's it's solid wood, but it's paper thin with with audio for some reason. And I was worried that my neighbors were going to hear that, or when she starts fucking screaming like somebody's fucking, you know, you know beating what? the shit out of somebody. You know, and,
2: you know what? tell your neighbor that. I've lived here this long and you don't follow my podcast and don't understand I'm doing The Exorcist, you can go fuck yourself. I thought we were (laughs) friends. Apparently not, motherfucker.
0: Uh, But this movie has some phenomenal dialogue in it. It really does. Um, It really is. One of my favorites... One of my favorites is the conversation between... The first conversation between Father uh, Father Karras and the demon. The demon goes, What an excellent day for an exorcism. Father Karras is... You would like that, yeah. and demons like intensely. But when that drive you out of Regan, it would bring us together. And the father's like, "You and Regan," and demons like, "No, you and us." I yeah. love the conversation. Well,
2: it's all because the craziness of it is—it's almost like the demon being from that side sees how deep he's gotten into the sin. With the drinking and the non-believing, and so it's like, he, he is, a, Damien is a much easier host for the demon because of his impurities than Regan, and it's almost like Regan was only taken over to get to Damien, like it's a, through a shadow of events. I also like the first conversation him and the mother have, where he's, you know, he's like, I'm a, I, I can come over, but it would be purely as a psychiatrist, you know, you know she, and she convinces him, and I also find it interesting that they, she is an actress, you are yeah. you are dealing with a group of people that are better off. They don't you know they don't hide it. It is a certain echelon this group of people are in, but they're still grounded, or at least the mother's still grounded. Um, you do feel bad for the mom, quite a bit. I do. I did find it funny by the end of the movie because it's so cold in the room. Like she's got on like her Game of Thrones fur. Like they all got like overcoats and shit on. Like she's Jon Snowing and up in this bitch. Um, I did find that kind of funny. You feel bad for the the like babysitter, caretaker, whatever she was. Yeah, you know she's just like literally. There's the scene where she's trying to listen to her radio, and the groans are becoming so loud. She plugs in her headphones and tries to just kind of drown it out. And it's the, it's those scenes I think that work so well because the best. those are the most human scenes of you just people who are in the situation but not directly. Just kind of you. It's how it fucks with them and it eats at their psyche. It's it's this movie definitely appeals to the horror as much as it does the psyche. Uh, much like Night House, I think those these these two movies are connected in a lot of ways.
3: It says a lot about the three people that actually stuck around the entire fucking time. The fucking the 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 the, the maid. Uh, the, the, I guess she's the maid. She's the like cook? him, yeah, the cooking maid.
2: The, whatever the seventies equivalent is to I, the mother's too famous and important. Yeah, to her, or to the the
0: mother, mother like shit.
3: The, yeah, the, but,
2: the butler, the, yeah. Oh, or, by the, the way, the, so, the guy. He kept calling him a Nazi, and there's that scene where he calls him a Nazi, yeah. and he goes, I'm Swiss. And Yeah. And, but that does, and this is 73, and that's still capturing the very real paranoia and anger still felt from war. I mean, we've already had Vietnam at this point. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. is still capturing the very real pain and anger still left from World yeah. War II, where... And this is that's. It's also kind of so weird how our culture has shifted to where we are now. Like back then, it was you have an accent, you're a fucking Nazi. Yeah. And now it's we have we have people calling each other Nazis because they differ in political opinion. It, it's insanity. But those three employees stuck it out to the end. Yeah, the I like the butler. And then, and you notice at the end when they're leaving, it's him packing the car. Yeah, the same butler. And then and then also she tells the
3: she tells the one lady she goes, Are you sure you don't want to stay? You don't want to come with? She's like, no, yeah, no I, fuck I'm, fuck out. This shit. I'm out. I'm
2: like, out. Nah, bitch. <laughs> I'd like to live, thank you. She's like, I saw enough. I'm out. I saw your daughter in her fucking bed, and it was cold in that room, and she spit green shit on that priest guy. I'm out. And her stomach said, help. Yeah. yeah I'm done. Yeah, as he's looking. At it, but it, it didn't start that way. <laughs> like, it just started as, like, SpaghettiOs, you know, alphabet soup, and then eventually yeah. made its way to help me in her stomach.
1: I do remember what also scared the shit out of me when I was younger was seeing the end of the movie and assuming that because Pazuzu jumped into uh, Damien and he jumped out the window that he was going to hell.
2: Maybe? Well, yeah. I mean, and that's the other weird thing is it's a suicide, but it's also a sacrifice. Yeah. So which which one is it? Like, is he redeeming himself by sacrificing himself for Regan? Or is he condemning himself by sacking himself? I would like to think that his final act, and because this is as you and I talked about offline, is this whole his whole story arc is an act of redemption, yeah. in a lot of ways. Is the his final act of redemption taking the demon upon himself, then destroying it the only way he knew how, sacrificing himself for the girl? Does that is that I mean that grants immediate. Resolvement of all sins, and you're in heaven if you believe that sort of thing. So does it? I, you don't I, know. Well, I mean, if you know, if you did the idea of sacrificing oneself, especially if you're into that faith, it does carry quite a heavy, uh, heavy toll. Where you, you know, it's almost guaranteed heaven, or the way they look at it.
3: It all depends on who was uh, transcribing the uh, scriptures.
0: The priest was uh, prayed for him in the end too.
2: Yeah, he did. Say they I, want I to think confess it, was, so it was a law. big right. message.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that was very important at the end there.
2: Um, it's it's not a horribly violent movie. I mean, I think the damage that Regan's body takes throughout the movie is pretty crazy. How they model and the scars and the and I, there's a one scene where, um, because he throws the fake hole the, 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 the fake holy water, and he's like, I yeah. don't even have holy water. I just told it and it, and it reacted to it. And uh, then when he throws the real, there's that scene where it's like cutting into her as he throws yeah. it on her legs and shit. Um, it's it's it, it's still a damn good movie. I mean, that's the only way... It's known as a classic for a reason. I mean, I could see 1973, why this would scare the shit out of people. 100%. It does date
3: itself. It does date itself, though, when they're, when they're taking the train and the Coke says it's 15 cents.
2: Oh, well. Die Hard dates itself as <laughs> gas is 98 cents a gallon. Yeah, that's true. That would be nice. Oh, gosh, I know, right? <laughs> Fucking 3.70 I paid today. Um... Holy shit! Yeah, me. it was right off the expressway, and I really fucking needed it. And it was raining, and I was like, "Well, I, I could get shot going to this gas station, but I am at like ten miles."
3: I think I think I paid three twenty-five. By me, it's like
2: three forty. Sam's Club over here doesn't have a gas station, so we're just left to fend for our stupid fucking selves. Um, back to the movie. I dig it, man. I really, uh, seeing it as an adult, I really dig the cinematography and the way it was filmed and the the dialogue and the acting. Um, I'm going to go just, I'm going to start doing the hot dogs if you guys are okay with it. We'll do the rest. Can I say up. one more
3: thing? Yeah. Isn't it, isn't it crazy how the doctors of the time are actually trying to say, no, it's this, it's this. And they're saying, well, do you think she needs a therapist? Like, no, don't go to a therapist. This is what it is. It's, and it's they're mental. They're fucking smoking. Well, well, right yeah. Also Ritalin. Yeah.
2: Ritalin is heavily Prescribing mentioned. Prescribing Ritalin. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was
3: just weird what the doctors were thought of and or what the doctors thought of. I mean things back then
2: that's the thing is like kind of what we talked about with the pandemic a little is it's like i'm supposed to trust doctors doctors weren't cigarettes were fda approved at one point like doctors rec- doctors got paid to recommend them they don't always know what they're talking about especially on news like yeah. let's be real um but yeah but that's but that that's kind of the beauty of any movie filmed in that era is like i mean one of the things i found funny and interesting was there was no bullshit for these priests right every one of them smoked, every one of them fucking drank, like, it's a, it was a hard life, and they didn't, like, nowadays, because of all the pedophilia shit that's going on in the Catholic <laughs> Church, anything you see about religion and church has got to kind of be peachy keen, unless it's a horror movie, but any reference to, to religion and church in whole, you don't see many realistic lights, it's either horror movie negative, or go to church, you'll be happy the rest of your life positive. This movie keeps it as, like, these... The priests are kind of... They're, they're, they're human. They're human men with their own fucking problems, and they, bring, and they have their baggage, and it's hard to escape for them, too. And um, I do appreciate how it shows the priests, like I said, they all drink, they all smoke. The one literally steals a bottle of liquor, and Damien's like, where'd you get college this? And he, students, he's yeah. like, I took it, and I stole it, and literally still drinks it because he's a fucking alcoholic at this point. And then as he walks out, it's a sins to steal. You know, just those little, those little lines are, there's so much humanity in each one of these characters is the nice thing about this movie is is. no character feels plastic fake. They all feel pretty real. The ones that do feel fake are the ones that are supposed to feel fake in the Hollywood scene. The doctors feel pretty real. The director. You know, yeah. Like he was fake. Yeah. But he was supposed to be. He was a piece of
3: shit, but. Which is true, but he was he was fake as fuck. which how he how he acted.
2: Yeah, and and I do appreciate like the characters that are supposed to be real people really do. Like I I love Damien. I, I think his character is is and he acts well or the, he's a good actor. Incredibly well written. Uh, I love the fact that like every moment this guy is on screen he's struggling and you could see it. You know. You also I love the makeup design because as the night goes on during The Exorcist. The makeup gets shadowier and almost makes their faces look thinner. You know, there's some brilliant stuff they did with how they shot this thing, for, especially for its time. I mean, you're talking the era of, what is this, a year or two later after Willy Wonka. You know, mm-hmm. you're not talking much longer in progression of film. I mean, at this point, there is no CG, and what you do is literally just the layering, which when you see the ghost face and everything, that's your, that's your, your CG with the opacity, but... Um, I, I don't know. I'll get straight up black I'm and give, white makeup. This is a four and a half for me, no problem. I love this fucking movie. Um, I'm not, I don't have it. Unfortunately, watching it now, I don't have the fear of it anymore. Uh, it is something that I'll try to get my wife to watch because of that, too. Because it really isn't a scary movie. It's more, it's a creepy movie. It's got very creepy elements, especially when you deal with some of the religious texts and speech and stuff. It gets a little weird for me. But I, I, I wouldn't classify it as scary. I mean, the ultimate horror movie. Maybe I, I wasn't. If I was around in '73 and I went to a theater to see this and I had to walk to my car, I might be fucking terrified late at night. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. Different world. People didn't know things. We didn't have technology. I didn't have a fucking cell phone to Google things.
3: Especially if you have to go up or downstairs.
2: They they didn't have many. They didn't have many streetlights everywhere. If you're in a rural, you know, the same thing with the Halloween movie. If you're in a rural area getting back home, you're fucking maybe terrified getting home that night. Everything's. And if everything, they did? Especially back then, more people were raised religious on top of it.
3: If they did have streetlights, they weren't that bright either.
2: No, they not were... Like that,
3: not they were, like the LED bullshit that they have now. Yeah, well... That they didn't even, have when we even were kids. The,
2: even those people, bitch, aren't bright <laughs> enough. Literally, people want the streets so bright, it's fucking sunlight out there at night. It's like, fucking... <laughs> fucking what are you, stupid? All right, Alex, wrap up in uh, hot dogs.
3: Uh, For me, I'm going to give this a, a 4.5 as well, um... It it's, it's still it still was kind of creepy yeah but it didn't it didn't freak me out like it did when I was a kid.
0: No.
3: Um. There, there were some things. Uh, one thing I did experience when I was done, which had had nothing really to do with the movie, it was just I was just uh, after I finished the movie, I fell asleep. I did have some kind of weird sleep paralysis dream, where I it wasn't me waking up in my, in my sp- spot like I couldn't move. It was me having a dream where I was having sleep paralysis. It was one of those weird situations. I had this weird but, um, thing where,
2: where my wife was le- sitting on the floor in the kitchen, and she's like, something's wrong. And I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, I stepped on a spl. I got a splinter in my foot.
3: Yeah. <laughs> All
2: right. Spooky. Hey, it, it's creepier when it's your fucking
3: kid saying it at fucking two two years old. Dude. I can
2: I can see it, but it's like, it was kind of like a dad joke of a horror story, where it's like, and then she said, Dada, no, it, it was just creepy wrong. the way she said it." And I looked down, and I realized stepped on a piece of glass. <clears throat> but, glass. Um, I love the story. It's just I was hoping for horror. There were there were a lot of creepy
3: scenes in this whole thing, especially dealing with a child. Um, it's it's me as a father, and, and especially with yeah, two insane. children that are that are kind of like similar to her age. It, it, it's one of those things, you know, it's it's just one of those things that really fucking do it. Uh, but, like I said, now as an adult, it's not so fucking scary, but it still has a creep factor. It still has something where I could see it being fucking scary to somebody else.
2: I just want to um, say, but, Giovanni, uh, you can agree with me as not having a kid. Fuck Regan, am I right, Giovanni? Yeah. <laughs> fucking little bitch.
0: <laughs> I did not but, like Regan. This
1: is, I do say 4.5. I'll oh, I'll go next and I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Alex a bit. There are things my toddler does where I look at him and I'm like, is he being cute? Is he being weird? Is he possessed? Do I gotta chuck his ass off the balcony? Um
2: It's always because old like old Island.
1: people old people and very young kids, like there's just like uh is it cute, is it fine, or is it a demon? Right. Or do I need to kill it? um yeah like is is
2: grandma okay or because she's facing the wall and the shadows look like she's possessed am i going to turn the chair and it's going to be something horrifying oh she's fine because this Um, is the real
1: world no i i would say for for me personally being a a father of a two-year-old this movie uh like the the creepiness of this movie resonates even more with me um and it's that that whole sense of um like relating back to the night house of like not knowing what's there. Um, it just makes me think of my childhood. Because when you're young, you, you don't know what the fuck is anything. Your older brother can tell you that there's a monster in the closet and you don't know. And it's it's just knowing that you don't know. My brother um, told me I was adopted
2: for a while. What was that, Matt? You're muted, buddy. Nothing. I said we've been meaning to talk to you about that. <laughs> You're
1: no, out. but yeah, that um that that's what I think of when I think of this movie and um like I said I'm 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 not religious and typically uh, horror movies don't get to me but when it comes to demonic possession for some reason that's always there's always been one thing where I'm like I wince and I'm like that, you know, that gets to well, me. I think because um,
2: demonic possession and you guys as fathers it, it when you think about demonic possession a lot of the movies attack kids yeah. yeah, and it's something innocent.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I and I I think as far as horror movies, there's there's a reason why this movie is. Um,
2: Crime de la crème.
1: It's uh, um, cataloged into like uh, I don't know what the fuck it is. Like the history it, it's, of cinema. It's literally cinema. labels
2: itself as the greatest or the scariest film of all time. Mm-hmm. That's its timeline.
1: Yeah. Which and and. and I, I believe, I mean, granted, things change, but I, I think that tagline at the time was 1,000% true. Well, I mean, I think um, about it
2: this way. What movie is scarier in the traditional sense even today that doesn't have a pop-out scare, that doesn't have ultra-gore, that doesn't have uh, technology seeds? Like, when even when you compare it to today's movies, on a pure, creepy, atmospheric, scary level, there's still not much movies that I think even touch it.
1: Yeah yeah that's true that's why for, for me this is a five um and it's it's mainly a five because still to <laughs> the day, when i think of like uh horror movies that creep me out this this is the this is still the top for me um but yeah it's definitely a five um the sequels are not so great but exorcist 3 is really good and um jason uh what is his name Jason Miller, the guy who plays uh, Damian? Uh, he reprises his role in a very shitty way in that movie. Oh, what is uh, he like a
2: demon or a ghost or something?
1: Yeah, yeah. Is he in hell?
2: Do they confirm he's in hell or heaven? I
1: I don't remember. He's he's listed as like patient X. Like they oh jeez they so they almost die. Try, they almost try to ret retcon the first movie, although. Uh, um, the voice of Chucky does a really good job in that movie. Brad Dourif, uh, yeah, not Stephen Dorff. Um, yeah. yeah, five, five out of five for me.
0: Giovanni, we're waiting on um, you. Buddy. So, uh, as an atheist, and I've said that in, on this film before, on this podcast before, um, this movie creeps the fuck out of me. It does. It's not scary, but it hits, it hits those points in me through my childhood and Anthony. Would know and I i don't know Matt if, if you remember because it's a priest that hits it in you but I i used to go to church I used to explore religion I used to you know I was that kid in my younger age who was yeah, looking trying to
2: figure shit out figure you shit out. went to church with the wrong people um what was he supposed to go to church with not like you heathens went thank you uh, <laughs> oh really yeah. um, when did you guys go to church besides Christmas and Easter me? Yeah, any of yous. Dude, I've, I've been to church way more than any of you guys. That's not what I, I asked you. I meant as far as the young man growing up in adolescence, what opportunities were provided for him to go to church?
3: Oh, as a family like that? No, because that wasn't my
2: that wasn't my deal. I had my own thing. Nobody's blaming you, God damn it. I'm saying your family in general. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This isn't a personal attack.
3: My direct family never went.
2: And that's my point is that's basically who I hung did, around with. But my family didn't. Where's your cross? Prove it. I I have I have I have Obi Wan Kenobi Wait, hanging above what, my kitchen. But, so what is your <laughs> denomination then? If, like, is are you, are you Catholic or are you? I was saved by Pentecostal,
3: but I I am I am Catholic.
2: You're also it's a fuck So though.
3: yes, yeah, exactly. There's there's all kinds of different things. Well, but anyways, I, I th- want to
2: see you guys fist fight now, and it's, we're going to do it. Atheist versus the oh, religious so. dude, and it'll be, we'll film it and we'll do Oh no, but I event. I don't
0: I don't I no. Nah, everybody
3: can believe what they want. I'm not going to
0: argue with anyone. I believe jellyfish rule the world. <laughs> <laughs> in in terms of demonic possession, it does creep me out, especially in kids. Um when I watch movies nowadays, even even non demonic possession, where the kids are the bad guys, the dead ones, the evil ones. Well, also in it, this movie you do have for for
2: 73, you have a young girl saying pretty explicit shit too via yeah, the demonic voice. Like
3: uh, the the relationship with her and her mom was weird too at the beginning. It was it was kind of weird and creepy. Well, at the,
2: it's, at the beginning. You almost get the vibe that the husband's away fucking someone else.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's you know, moved. Yeah, he's moved. Like on. he's in Europe, but that's all they really yeah. say. And and to Matt's point about the kid, even when you watch modern movies of possession, it didn't get as explicit no. with language and verbiage as it did in this movie. This this is the, probably the first and last of its kind. Modern-, she was what?
2: modern day possession and horror with children is all visual. Yeah. yeah. She was what, 12 or 14 years old when she made this movie? Yeah, 12 or 13, I believe. Mm hmm.
3: And, and and the the amount of lines that she had, like, even if she didn't really say the lines verbally, she had to mimic them Yeah, mouth She had to know the to script. Say, yeah, she Did had not, to say the no lines, way. you know, and to have it voiced and, over. And those, not only not only crazy. that,
2: but you have a scene at some point where the director's going, and with the cross, go fuck me, Christ. You know, like there yeah. is that scene somewhere. there. I,
3: I, she grabbed her mom's face and fucking shoved yeah. it and said, Lick me, lick me, lick me. Yeah. And and like, to that point, point
0: with you know, like I said earlier, Violet Bolt, the character who the Actress who played Violet Beauregard. When her parents saw the script, they were like, "Fuck no, <laughs> no, we're not." No. You're gonna go. So you're gonna was, be raised yeah. right.
2: We're gonna live off that chocolate bar money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, demonic possession. Um, I love demon lore. I love the lore of the the Christian and, and Catholic, you know, religious. See, it's have, it's, it's have uh, the, the stories movie, are amazing.
2: Have you ever seen the movie Fallen? Oh yeah. Yeah, I really yeah. like that sort of concept too.
0: It's, it's great I'm, I mean I've read um, I'm reading right now actually again um, uh, King Solomon's book which is basically a demonolo- demonology book that's what it is the only problem with that is
2: you don't know how made up it is yeah you don't but it's, they're interesting stories that's what I'm yeah, getting at like it's, all it's, you, you, do, you do get weird like at the minimum it's interesting to see if it's all made up it's interesting to see what they were thinking of back then as their horrors
1: yeah I like metal stuff
0: I like Norse mythology yeah. I, I love it too. Yeah, Norse mythology. Under horse, baby. Um, but um, this movie, this movie hits home, and it, and I think what creeps me out about it, um, even though it's not scary, is that it hits points in like my psyche and in 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 my belief that I don't have an answer for.
2: Well, yeah, it's that it's that, lit, yeah. and I think you and I have talked about this before. Is you, you're you're an atheist where you believe none of it exists. But you still have that 10% reserve of that, I don't know, mm-hmm. if there's still that what-if. And that's the creepiest part about yeah. this, because once again, there's only two sides. It's either this shit isn't real at all, or it fucking is. There's well, no it's in like a,
1: another, another analogy is, I don't believe in ghosts, I'm not religious. Ain't no way you're going to bring a Ouija board in my house. Yeah, no, me too. Like it's, it's just built into my being, not where happening. I'm like... Not gonna fuck with that shit. Yeah, like
2: Uh-oh. some people look at it as a fun board game. I look at it as you're not bringing that demon, you're inviting shit. Even if I don't believe in it, you would have the possibility of you inviting something into my home is not happening.
3: So, none of you have ever tried to play with any kind of Ouija board or made a Ouija board with friends and, and done it? No. No. Oh. Uh,
2: sorry. Nope. And this is why you're haunted to today by the Aswans. <laughs>
0: That's he married an Aswan. No, I the, love
2: that. I'm telling her
0: tomorrow when she wakes up. No, don't up. She's tell her slap that. Slap you in the neck.
3: I'm
2: I gonna know. send
0: you a message, Giovanni. All right, what the fuck? We're all good. Uh, this Any is, final this, points? Uh, this is a solid five for me. Ooh, got it's two fives five. and two yeah. four and a halves.
3: I do have to say this: um, when when Reagan kisses the priest at the end there the, the, there was a saying where she doesn't remember none of it but she looks at him and she focuses right on his on his collar yeah and she feels comfortable so that's why she gives him a kiss so i that that's just something that, that I, I, I i kind just, of
2: took that as like it's showing that like while she was the demon that the the demon hated that but the fact that she's embracing it means she's cleansed
3: yeah So that's just something I just wanted to say about that, but yeah.
2: All right, right, guys. Well, this was the totally not live live episode. We're not live. I quit. (laughs) Oh, once again, we lost Javani. Bye, Javani. The Nerd Two Movie Podcast. We will see you guys next week for a Kung Fu episode, and then we're going to take. We'll have the Dune review in November, as well as another review of uh, that's nothing but trouble in another movie. And then we'll be hitting uh, Christmas month after that. So we got a bunch of shit planned for that. So we, uh, we right. got to talk and get the list completed, but we'll do that off fair. And uh, that's all for now. You guys have a wonderful night.
3: Happy Halloween. Yeah, yeah
2: happy, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.